to discuss the Mandalorian and his gang of reprobates. My name is Chris Weeks and I am joined by Boris Johnson and John Major. (laughs) John, Boris, we have come here today to discuss the next installment of The Mandalorian on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> the best subscription I have made since I joined the Conservative Party way back in the 60s. Right, so people know that was actually Chris. Was it? Yeah. Wow. We didn't actually get Margaret Thatcher... From the crown in the podcast. Oh. Well, I'm gonna switch it off. What's the point? Oh, you I suppose will all the audience touch oh, she's back. <laughs> Nothing. You shall not pass. <laughs> Have you ever heard the story of Darth Plagueis the Wise? The conservative side of the force (laughs) is a pathway to many abilities, some considered to be unnatural. I bloody agree with that one. I bloody agree with that one. She's right, isn't she? She's right. You can't falter. (laughs) Can't falter. I'll tell you what, if the Yuzan Vong had turned up, Maggie would have dealt with them. Oh, she would have sorted out in second. In second. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome... Welcome to Eight Days a Geek. Thank you. We're uh, we're back. We haven't been back in a week because there, there was actually a little bit of work that came along and we huh? weren't able to record. Yeah, I, I've been on Zoom waiting. <laughs> Have you? Oh, yeah. I mean, time's just kind of got. It's messed up for me now. I don't know if it's been an hour or a year. I don't know. Has it? Be, no wonder you're you so bloody uh, tired. I know, I'm knackered. <laughs> so, we are here to talk about the, the two the episodes Mandalor- of... <laughs> We're oh, here to I talk about... It. it is great. It is great. I don't want to marry her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Um, we're here to talk about uh, the two episodes. Prior has seen the crown. It's a he hasn't seen the crown. No so idea bro- what's going on. <laughs> It isn't like this is a private joke or anything. It's just it's it's out. It's just a TV show that we watch, and we're just doing an impression. He just haven't bloody watched it. Oh, it doesn't work unless all of us have watched it because he's probably watching to... repeats of bloody Captain America. Yeah, I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. You're right, Prime. I'm sorry. Let's start the the podcast again. Let's go. Let's go. Hello, ladies. Oh God. <laughs> So uh, before we start, we're we're actually talking about two episodes uh, in this one because obviously we've uh, we've missed it, but we're going to get through them quick. So I think if we if we just <laughs> that's the best one yet. Yeah, <laughs> write it down. I think, it's gold. I think if, <laughs> if we just uh, 
just do quick overviews of the episodes and then talk about it. But before we get to that, <laughs> before we get to that, Disney have come out of the woodwork for some reason or another, and at the on in one day have released a whole new Star Wars universe and a whole new kind of Marvel universe. Obviously, post Thanos uh, TV Thanos. series uh, series. Yeah, that's <laughs> and, good. Uh, Sirai. Sirai. <laughs> um, there are so many new TV shows that are out on Marvel and Star Wars in the next uh, year or two. Um, I don't even know where to start with this. It's crazy. I mean, Pryor, what did you think when you saw all the Marvel stuff? Oh, just amazing. I mean, what was course, that word you were going to say with the R? You went. Uh, I was going to say "amazing," but I realised that's not. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I wanted to go with "amazing," but uh, yeah, it's not good. It's not good. But we have known about um, obviously some of the new series coming to Disney Plus for some time, yeah. and it's just been delayed and delayed. And it's, oh, for goodness sake. But we've seen, finally, a trailer for The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which is excellent. And uh, we've seen some uh, trailer for Loki as well, which is absolutely awesome. Seeing Hiddleston, he looks a bit, uh, a bit, how do I say this politely? Awful? (laughs) No, he looks just older. He just looks older. Of course he does. I know he is older, but quite a substantial amount. But he does does look good, I'll tell you that. Oh, yeah. No, he's a dish. So obviously the the, they, the Loki series added... is 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 coming off that parallel. It, I don't know if it's going to be a parallel universe. It's in that parallel universe now. Well, in a sense, as much as the Tesseract is a parallel universe, it's it's a just a different timeline because he's yeah, gone back in time. Timeline, so yeah. yeah, he doesn't remember anything that we've we've seen him do in the yeah. films after Avengers, the original. Yeah. So he's not that guy that was sculpted. Into into being a nice guy from working with Thor and you know becoming really close to his brother. That's not him in this. He is the treacherous, the snidey Loki that we knew back in 2012. So that's interesting, and I'd love. I can't wait to see where that goes. How he how he turns into a different person, perhaps you know maybe it'll be yeah. different. Uh, yeah, we've had news with with lots of different things, including an annoying title called "What If." Oh. I told you we should have trademarked that. I, I know. I you know, told I'm, you. I'm the one who looks like an idiot now, but uh, is what it is. Of course, we have a Miss Marvel, which is going to be great. That kind of coincides with the game. Um, I'm not sure. But what the about the? Gonna... What about the new animated series they're bringing out? Uh, what one? What's, what's it the one that has it, like uh, so it has a female Captain America and uh, and, and yeah and all okay that. yeah yeah um I haven't read too much about it actually um but uh it it, <laughs> it looks all right I mean you uh I have to keep an open mind with these things because again he's very old fashioned if if you jump the gun just not my cup of tea before if you jump the gun before anything substantial is released like you know an actual episode or whatever, then I think it's, uh, yeah, you could be setting yourself up for failure there. But I think it's, everything's interesting. Of course it is. We're, we're, we've been given so much, so much gold. Mm. It's great. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, obviously we have a whole Star Wars universe now. A lot Amazing. of it is set in the same time as Mando in that 30 year gap 
between Return of the Jedi and uh, The Force Awakens. So, I mean, there's there's so much you can put in there. And also, the Kenobi series has got a little uh, logo now. It does. But Hayden Christensen will be returning as Darth Vader. Yeah. Oh, he's so sexy. Sorry. It's amazing. What so a scoop. big stuff. And Ewan McGregor has, has uh, come out and said... Sorry, Ewan McGregor has, has come out. Hold on. And he said that the nicest oh, thing I about wish. doing this series is um, reuniting with Hayden Christensen. What oh, a sweetheart he is. I'm sure he's very agree. nice. Yeah, but boys, but we've that... got obviously the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. We've mm-hmm. got the Ahsoka series, which we obviously has been set up by Mando. Yeah. Rangers of the New Republic. Nice. Um, w- w- I mean, all of these things are being developed by the new... Rangers of the New Republic, apparently, is, is meant to... Uh, Bill Burr's character is meant to be one of Bilbo. the leads in that. Bilbo's Bilbo character. <laughs> now there's I a crossover. I'd like to see the ring one more time. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, and of course, we got uh, Bad Batch as well, which is our kind of animated Bad series. Bad Batch will be buzzing. So good. So yeah. good. And the Andor got... series. Andor, Visions, yeah. what the hell that is. Great. We got Lando. Oh my Lando. God, Lando. Lando, yeah. The That's Acolyte, I'm looking forward to. Yeah. yeah. Which is a High Republic, but it's live action. Yeah. And yeah. then also Rogue Squadron, which is going to yeah. be a film, not a TV series. And um, whatever the hell Taika Waititi's up to. Oh, oh my good God. Yeah. Oh my God, what a list of stuff that's coming out. Finally, we've got something to look forward to in our lives. It's going to be very interesting. As usual, I am not holding my hopes very high. Good for you, man. Um, and I'm not holding them very low. I am a middle of the ground man. Road. Well, the key phrase from Chris there is look forward to. You know, a lot of this stuff is not going to be released till 2022. It's true. I, I mean, could be dead by Come now. on. Exactly. Yeah, I'll just, I'll, be, I'll just go and shut up then when I. Uh, I will shut up. Yeah. That you've got to be like prior. And <laughs> what? You've got to keep an open mind. Yeah, open mind, baby. Open, open mind all mind. the way. Wish I was like prior. We all do, mate. All the rugs I could ever want. Oh, I tell you what. Covered in rugs. Smothered in rugs. <laughs> Rugged in... No, I lost it. Uh, no. Oh, God, wait. Sorry, boys. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Tabs. <laughs> pick it up. Pick it up. Come on. Oh, you're losing them. You're losing them. Let's bring this back, guys. Quick, do a quick gag. Was this right. meant to be snappy? Sorry. That's the one. Yeah, snappy. Yeah. Come on, come snappy. On. You lost me. Mando. Um, Mando, what happened in our last step, Chris? Lando. <laughs> So let's uh, let's let's a snappity pappity through these uh, two episodes I mean, because we only got one bloody left. Okay, right. Okay, we're really gonna try and get get through these really really quick. You can. Is that okay? You can. No, it's not us. It's you. It's you. Okay, fine. You are leading this. Right. Are you ready? Yeah. Here we go. Yeah. So the Mandalorian has become the series. Which... I believe <laughs> <laughs> the slow. It, oh, it's the slowest voice in the world. That the Mandalorian has become the series which now just jumps straight to the objective that's been set up at the end of the previous episode, right? Instantly we're on Tython. Prior, what do you think of Tython? You've seen it before. Oh, stunning. You thought stunning. it was nice? Yeah, I mean, we didn't see too much, but it was still really nice we didn't. to see we didn't. that part. I was hoping that we would see the Jedi yeah, Temple the from temple. the Old Republic, yeah, but what can you do? Same. That was tens of thousands of years ago or whatever. Would it cost too much? Cost too, too much. much. James, it what was do you a think? bit of a le- it was a bit of a letdown. We literally spent a whole entire episode on a hill. Oh well, yeah. come on. But yeah, but it, if what a going, beautiful hill. I mean, lovely hill. But <laughs> even I know if you're going to Tython, I want to see 
even you, who's not a Star Wars fan at all. I've, I've never been a fan of it. Really? Really. <laughs> no, I just, I watch it with the kids. But, um, kids, no, kids. like, I got a bit annoyed <laughs> by it. <laughs> yeah. You got annoyed by it? What, because they hadn't, what, they hadn't... Well, no, because if you go to Tython, obviously you're going to get a lot of fans going, well... Pick it up, mate. We know what you're losing it. We know, (laughs) we know what Tython is. We know that there's a a a legendary Jedi temple there. So let's have a little look at it. But instead, we're on top of a hill. It's a shame, but it is a lovely Jedi ruin, nonetheless. And it's a bit like Weathertop. No. Yeah, but just a lot less. A lot less, even than Weathertop, which is a ruin, of course. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. So no, no, I I absolutely take your point. And so they they pop off to Tython and um, instantly see the. The hill there, and he's like, "Oh no, I can't fly down to it." That I expected that line to come, and I was like, "Oh no, they're going to have to work their way up to it." Nope, just jet back to it. The Mandalorian <laughs> is the cool, episode. It's just like, "Yep, there's the objective. We go straight there. No more side quests. We really They've are completely yeah. U-turned on it and gone. Oh, <laughs> really? We need to really do. <laughs> there was a lovely middle ground which we sort of stu- uh, sidestepped, which is a real shame. But yeah. never mind. Um, and yeah, and then he uh, puts Grogu, or as we actually know him, Baby Yoda, pops him down there on the seeing stone. <laughs> Oh god, it's not bad. It's really not bad, and uh, he's like, "Oh yeah, fine, great, fantastic. Maybe, maybe you can do something here." And he does absolutely nothing. Of course, he does. These blue butterflies appear. Should we talk Ooh. about these blue force butterflies? Very interesting things. We've seen them before. We have seen them before in uh, places. You've seen them before. We've been here before. We're going <laughs> in circles. Uh, yeah, we see these butterflies, which we saw. Uh, I think around Anakin once upon a time um, in probably the Clone Wars, I would have thought. I couldn't put my finger on exactly when, but I recognized them. I was like, oh, force butterflies. How exciting. And um, then that voice. The, what was that, mate? Where did that come from? I've never heard that voice yeah, before. No, don't worry about that. That's just my, oh, right. that's my internal monologue voice. I like so it. That's the whole like thing. And um, so essentially he stuck Baby Yoda on top of the stone and Baby Yoda doesn't have any idea what he's doing. And then Mando is like, Mando. Mando is like, oh, God, what the hell am I going to do? I don't know how to do this. And then all of a sudden, (laughs) all of a sudden, boys, that ship appears in the sky. And my heart went, oh, my God. The sound. The sound. The fact that everyone watching will know what that ship is. And yet they don't say it. They don't announce it. They did it in the perfect way and it disappears off and it doesn't land anywhere near them. But you know, it it builds the tension straight away because you're like, oh my God, it's Slave One. It's yeah. Slave One and Bo- Boba is coming. <laughs> what did we think when that ship came through? Come on, oh, be real. I mean, I just, I, it was awesome. It's, it just couldn't have come any sooner. It was wicked. Just hearing that sound and oh, what a ship, what a ship. Amazing. Jenks? I did think it was rad. I did think it was very rad. Obviously, scared, but rad. Yeah. I, uh, I, I was absolutely blown away at that moment. Mm. I was so, so, so excited. Um, and obviously, this is when Baby Yoda decides to commune with the Force and summons mm. this weird um, Minas Morgul force field around him yeah. that goes up into the sky, which is not really something we've seen before, but it's fine. It sort of makes sense that it would, it would happen in this sort of way. And... Um, Mando makes the first of his many attempts to swim through the force field and yeah. get to Baby Yoda. A really bizarre sort of stuff. 
That but, that really annoyed me. That really started to gripe after the eighth time, and he was like, "Yeah, maybe it'll work this time." I was literally like, "Okay, you've got you got a lot of problems going on, yeah. just a little bit down this hill, and why do you keep? If if there's a force field and you can't get into it, I don't think a stormtrooper is going to get into it. So I think yeah. you're all right. You can leave him there a little bit. I mean, no, it's a very good point. It's a very good point. What what, what was really fun about this as well is we haven't seen that kind of energy force field that 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 was there but we have seen those markings you see those blue markings oh, on yeah. the rock there yeah so they are ancient kind of force wielding markings they're not Je- a jedi or sith they're before jedi or sith and mm. so that's a really kind of throwback interesting thing that goes it did, back it did kind of remind me of uh, like jedi fallen order where you see like the force in the walls the light yeah. blue oh yeah it's all very similar. It's all ancient carvings uh, yeah. that are tied to the Force, and you know it's it's cool to see something that isn't just a Jedi marking, a Sith marking. This is way more primitive than that, yeah. and it's like this could lead to something really cool. Yeah, absolutely. It predates yeah. them completely, and of course, it was the um, it was Tython where they they first sort of rose to prominence, and the the Jedi, but spelled a different way. So I don't actually know how you say it, but it's J E D apostrophe A I I. I think yeah, it's yeah. Jedi. Is it, is it that how you say it? Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. I, like, I'm, like, I actually think it is. But I think, I don't know I if that name right, is... I think you're right, I've heard I that. don't know if that name is in Legends or if it's actual canon now because they're Jedi. That's a good question, actually. Because there is so much lore on the Jedi, but... Jedi! They definitely started on Tython. Yeah, but th- that was the first sort of order. Yeah. Um, but before then, even before then, it was... Um, there was a sorry what am i trying to say there was an order that preceded the jedi as i've just learned i've only ever read that word i think that's why i don't know how to say it yeah. um <laughs> where they've got the uh you know the bogan and the ashler and all that sort of thing and yeah. essentially it's all this old um far eastern from our world yeah. um spirituality and mythology that was sort of adapted because that's what George Lucas started to do. And so they were like, oh, yeah, great. So we'll draw on that and bring it in. Yeah. I absolutely and I think I love it. I think it's all of, the, all of this kind of stuff is ancient, ancient stuff. Like before light speed was even invented and light travel. So, you know, this is far out stuff yeah, on the dude. kind of outer rim of it's the galaxy out, that we know. <laughs> so far out. Oh, my God. But go on, Chris, go on. Oh, there Please, you go. I'm just, sorry. I'm just reading on a little bit more. Um, they took their name from the language of the Dai Bendu monks. Nice. There you go. And I remember that yeah. name, Dai Bendu. Dai Bendu's lovely Welshman Dai. Always fabulous. You'd love him, Jenks. He's a really nice guy. Anyway, um, so uh, Mando is like, oh, fine, I can't rescue him. Can't rescue Baby Yoda at this point, so I'm going to go down and see what's going on. So off he wanders down to Slave One. He sees someone coming out of it, and so he's like, okay, fine. They can't be that nearby. I can get down there. And he gets down there. Someone starts shooting him, so he takes cover. And then someone is there. We know who it is. Mando doesn't know who it is. And he asks him, are you a Jedi? Or are you after Baby Yoda? And of course, he's not after either. And I'm just, I'm reading a summary as we go to make sure I tick off everything. And it's, the person is described as the bald Boba Fett, which is lovely. It's like an action figure (laughs) variation. Oh, did you get the bald one? Yeah, I love that one. That was really good. So so great, and um and Fett says to Mando that he wants the armor. So in my head at this point, all this time, I'm thinking that Django wasn't true Mandalorian. 
that and boba wasn't true yeah. mandalorian so this is big yeah this is a massive massive retcon essentially that they have going on here um because i'm like i know how mando works and he won't give it to him because he's not a proper mando and etc etc um and he, he essentially he, says that absolutely he's not going to get that at all um well, first, of course, when, Mando when, thinks when that he asking, wants the best guy. Go on, mate. Yeah, yeah. when asking if he's a Jedi, of course, he also says the line that his his dad wants oh, him. Oh, yeah. Like in well, very the nearly. Clones. Yeah, which is, I'm I'm just, uh, what's, what's the line? I'm just a man. Uh, Django's is, I'm just a man trying to make his way in the universe. I think Boba's is, I'm trying to, man trying to make his way in the galaxy or something. But basically the same. I'm just it's, a man trying to make my way in the galaxy. I'll tell you it's what, just, it's pretty good. That was very good. Pretty Jenks, good really from Jenks there. Sorry, lads. It's, if you, it's if such you could a slow see Chris's voice. face, then it's weird. It's weirder than the voice. So I have that. to stick out the lip. That's what I have to do. I did it all it's through weird. the week. It's been great. And but but um, Mando thinks that Fett wants his armor, but yeah. of course Boba wants the armor that um, Mando got way back in Episode One. So also, I was thinking in my head that. Boba's armor is not Beskar, but that it's Durasteel, because I was sure that I, that was a thing. And I think mm. that is also a retcon, that it is now Beskar. Maybe yeah. Beskar wasn't really a thing. In fact, Beskar is a reasonably modern thing, um, as in within the last, I don't know, five, ten years, whereas obviously yeah. Boba far predates that. And yeah, because like Captain Phasma has got it as well, hasn't she? Oh, it's not it's, talk about her. It's also a very expensive uh, material, and they're only really given to people who are high up within the order of the Mandalorians. Yeah. So yeah. he, I don't think someone like Boba, who was a foundling, would have would have got, uh, or Django, sorry, before that, who was also a foundling, would have got Beskar, even you know, even then, because yeah, it would have been too expensive, and he was just a, another guy, another merc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's true. And that, that I was sort of expecting it to, at some point, take the turn that it was going to be revealed that it wasn't Beskar, but obviously that didn't happen. But yeah. um, so Mando says, uh, essentially, he's not going to give him the armor and he could kill him at this point. And then Fennec Shand is revealed as being mm. there, back from the dead. And somehow Fett managed to save her life with lots of machinery, which is, you know, reasonably standard. There, there's been a lot of like fan speculation that this happened because at the end of the episode in season one, someone mm. approached the body and people, I remember that they thought that it was, it might've been, I mean, probably they thought it might've been Boba Fett and it was being set up. And obviously it was, we've discovered yeah. this at this point. Um, and yeah, essentially they all, yeah. it's a Mexican go. Sorry, mate. You can say she's a rather boring character. Yeah. <laughs> she's a boring character. Don't know why. I mean, don't have her. Boba's fine. Your audience are going to be happy. I wasn't too... I wasn't, like, overjoyed to see her, but I was like, okay, fine. Yeah, cool. but I was just like, all right, yeah, I remember her from that... One of the many Tatooine episodes. Yeah. And I was just like, oh. Suspicious number for that planet that no one ever goes to. Yeah. And I was just like, okay, cool. Yeah, I, I didn't <laughs> I didn't really see the point. In it. I think it was mo mostly to balance out the masculinity within this episode. Possibly. Perhaps. I mean, I, I know that's kind of a bit off me saying that, but at the same time, you have to realise... He's very old-fashioned. Very old-fashioned, <laughs> but very open-minded, and I really commend to, that. 
you have to realize that this is a you know a PC world we live in at the moment, and if you do want to bring out anything these days, you have to be politically correct. And so I think having that there probably was was for that reason. She's not, not a bad character. No, not at、it's, all. And it's good it's, for Fett in terms of character development because obviously he saved someone's life and now has them as a companion, whereas before he was completely solo. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, he was completely hand solo. Sorry, hand solo. But she she does have very cool cybernetics in that belly. There, she does in、cool. that belly. <laughs> in that belly of hers. Oh, let's have a look at your belly. Come on, <laughs> send a picture. Show <laughs> us it. Okay, go on. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> Lovely. Uh, so、and、the red wire goes、yeah. into the green wire. <laughs>、yeah, you're losing them. You're losing them. We got to pick this come up. Come on, quicker, quicker.、Uh, so essentially, they come to this agreement where、um, Fett will get the armor back, and then the, they will guarantee the safety of Baby Yoda.、Um, they never actually agree to this,、yeah. but they do sort of live by it for the next like twenty minutes or so. So I, I was like, as everything carried on, I was like, oh, they haven't agreed to it, so they're actually still enemies. Turns out they、yeah. had some sort of. Silent agreement or something. I don't know, but、um, oh my god! And the stupidest thing in the world. This is this is my my big pet peeve of this episode, and I'm sure you boys will agree. Mando has to take off his jetpack. Yep. And then instead of putting it back on and flying to the top of the hill, he's like, "I'll just leave、yep. that and I'll run and I'll take forever and then I'll lose Baby Yoda." Yeah. Yep. The stupidest. I li- literally.、Thing. I said this to my housemate. This whole episode could have been sorted if he just. Kept his jetpack on. Yep. Why did he take it off? Why? It was some sort、Could've... of Mexican standoff, and he was like, "Oh, this is the issue that I can fly、yeah. is the issue now." But yeah, yeah, I mean, they said、uh, drop the jetpack, which I thought that's what Boba said, and I kind of thought, why? Yeah. Why do you surely drop、Boba. the gun or drop the gun or you know? His dro- ship is still in the same place, so if he flies, you can still. Yeah. He's, he's obviously going to go and get Baby Yoda first, so just go to his ship and、yeah. go. And stand at the door and be like, "Can't get him." Yeah, it seemed. I'm <laughs> flying. It. I think that was a a forced. Uh, oh, absolutely, yeah, yeah. Because、yeah. otherwise, it would be too easy for Mando to get back up there. But no, that was a that was a shame. I've not really seen that mentioned, which really surprised me. Like reading about what people thought, because that bit really grates with me. Yeah, that's bad storytelling right there. Well, the the next the next stuff is what grated me more. Oh God. Okay. Right. Well, let's carry on then. Um. So essentially, the imps turn up in their、uh, troop transport ships, and、uh, yeah. I mean, it's it, obviously it's bad news. And this is when Mando decides to run back up the hill, get a bit of exercise to go and get Baby Yoda. Makes sense. And、um, Boba and Fennec Shand take up defensive positions. And Shand is a great shot, which is always nice. Absolutely excellent. Fett is absolutely awesome. Yeah, absolutely、so、incredible.、Cool. I、yeah. love the fighting、um, with the、uh, the Gaddafi stick, the Colonel Gaddafi stick. So what, 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 do, you, what, <laughs> what do you think about、uh, Boba Fett?、Uh, Boba Fett.、Sorry. Hey, I honestly have no issue with that at all. It's a bit quite endearing. I quite yeah, like it. It's like it's, I mean, he's like fifty. What? You no, know, leave him alone. It's really, it's But really here's, sweet. Here's, here's the big issue with me is that he did all that. So you know when they finally kill all the storm stormtroopers, the when they kill all the stormtroopers, right? <laughs> the stormtroopers, and he does you know this amazing almost acrobatic、uh, killing and stuff. I just paused it, and me and my husband went, "Why didn't he do that then on Jabba's boat?" <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. oh like, well, but I mean, if he was younger and he just got his jetpack tapped, it's like 
But he didn't need to have those skills at that point. Yeah, but he, he's he been knew. like living amongst the the sand people and on Tatooine, and he hasn't had his equipment. Yeah, but still, that's just that's just using a staff. But he didn't have that's the just, staff. But like, I mean, he still had a gun. He was still shooting people. I was just like, this seems different because he had such a pee poor ending. He did. I, I think you both have a, a good point. Um, <laughs> Thanks, think, Brian. I'm, I'm Diplomacy the is the number one the thing forward. for this podcast. It's the way forward. I think um, in the end, Chris is probably right. Yeah, Jenks. But I, but I totally understand where Jenks is coming from. But at the same time, it makes more sense with what Chris is saying. I think that's what they were trying to say is that he had to live out with the sand people in, on, on Tatooine. He had to learn how to survive. because Yeah, but there was two platoons of stormtroopers there. How come... They're two, awful, like, Mando was at the top. Mando. But how come this girl is just an incredible shot? Like, again, cool. as usual, our leads are never going to be in trouble. Obviously, we all knew this from the start, that all of our leads, other than Baby Yoda, obviously, because Baby Yoda is what the show's about, but our leads are never going to be in trouble. Kill her. Just kill her. It's tough. Just kill her there and then. It seems like a bit of a waste to have resurrected her for the second season to kill her in like 10 minutes. But it was just like... I, it's just so annoying. Not just in Mandalorian, but a lot in Star Wars is that... You talk about like Game of Thrones. You can be as good as you want in Game of Thrones, but at any moment you can die. But whereas in this, even two platoons of stormtroopers land. Amazingly, not at the same time. Land at the same time! <laughs> Don't go, oh, well, they're all dead. Send another then. No, double check. Just make sure. Send them all. If you have that many men, send them bloody all. You know one's a Mandalorian down there, so he's... he's it's pretty decent. I mean, they've got so dark troopers, so I don't really... Just send everyone! Send everyone! I don't get it anymore. I just don't. And it's such an annoying thing to watch. It literally is like, oh, well, he beat the easy guys. Well, better send in the medium guys. Oh, beat the medium guys. Let's send in the really heavy guys. And then there's a boss at the end. So like, I would no. really love Jake's to be the imp leader. <laughs> But the, <laughs> exactly. I would literally be one li- like lieutenant that's there with Moff Gideon going, send, the- send them all. Well, you literally. Say- okay, right. So you- we have dealt with this guy before with a ton of people, with a ton of people, and we had him cornered. We had him cornered in there with like two or three other people. Send everyone, everyone. He, he makes a good point. What are we doing? He makes it. Why are we dragging out everything? Send everyone. You must kill them all. You must understand. What story would it be if they sent them all and they all died? You can't. The thing is, is that you can't just. What Game of Thrones did so well, not in the end, but it did just kill off main characters and it was realistic and stuff like that. And it's like, okay, kill some of the leads to, you know. To have some tension under there that there are possibilities. So, the problem so is, what if what if Boba would have been killed? How do you feel about that? I mean, at least really heavily harm someone. <laughs> but, but, but like, ha- like there's a bit of, but like really heavily harm someone at least. So there's some tension there. So you're like, oh my god, are they actually going to kill Boba as soon as he's come back? At least put that thought in our heads. 
now no, you mustn't forget whenever... of course the uh, the little guy that's uh, i have spoken of course his, his he death. was killed that was brutal jane absolute yeah. tragedy but that was uh, that was like last season it was last it season it was indeed it was like last season <laughs> <laughs> but like you know what i mean there is no tension anymore to the point where i was watching it and thinking the only person that there can be possible harm to in this is baby yoda because that's who the audience care about and that's it all these other people they've brought in Boba Fett, they're not going to kill him off. They've just brought him back. This woman, just like you said, Weeks, there's no no harm's going to come back to her because she's just been brought back. So you are dealing with three people here and no harm is going to come to them at all. So tell me what the point is in sending stormtroopers down there to attack them. There is no point. Sending the dark troopers straight, straight away and yeah. then bang, he's gone. All right, yeah. Shock yeah. the audience. Jenks, I'm going yeah, to say I- this, and this is a controversial thing. Game of Thrones has ruined television. <laughs> it absolutely has. Because I agree the stakes with you. game is completely different now. Yeah, I agree with you. Also the because wa- it ended so poorly. But like, <laughs> it was weird. The Walking Dead did exactly the same. As soon as Game of Thrones started coming out, The Walking Dead went, oh, bugger. We need to actually add stakes to our show to make people want, you know, people to actually have tension over the characters that they like. To actually be scared and watch it every week. And that's what The Walking Dead, they picked it up on and then they buggered up at the end as well, ironically, like Game of Thrones. But you know, th- those things happen in TV shows. Mando. Mando. Um, Mando with the first series, obviously uh, that final two-parter, you're like, anything can happen. And with uh, what's the name? Uh, the droid going into the lava. Awesome. Great ending. And uh, the, the small guy. <laughs> dying as well <laughs> I can't yeah. remember his name. Like but him I'm dying not. as well it's like okay great but in every episode now I'm on a proper run in every episode no one has died no one of significance to the plot that drives and pushes characters has died the only character that you think that any writer would go okay well something has to happen to baby Yoda to make us care Imagine if they they didn't kill anyone on purpose just so that in the next episode they kill Baby Yoda and everyone's like, oh my god, I did not see that coming. I mean, but then like if even if they did that, then you're not going to get an audience back. Yeah. But if you did kill someone, like a what's the name, the rebel? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you kill her. It'll be interesting to see the aftermath. What would actually happen to those characters? Well, they might have you know, to. The way things are going with her. I but agree. <laughs> that one, I, I agree. But I think the, uh, yeah, her or the, uh, the older guy, I can't remember yeah. his name. But there is no reaction. There is no heavy things that are changing the plot. The only thing which everyone knew from series one, you could guess, something has to happen to baby Yoda hmm. to then make Mando react. Yeah, do you boys also get the thing where you're watching and you can you almost know exactly what's going to happen? Oh yeah, it's it's of it course. seems to be a common uh, reoccurrence with this with this series. Uh, not that I mind it, I'm just I notice it, which I thought was yeah. strange. No, but the one thing that annoys me is that they have these brilliant, amazing characters, amazing story kicking off, and you're just not going for it. There's no risks being thrown. This episode is literally set on a hill. And the whole point of what this episode, but the whole point of this episode originally was to see what happened. You know, Baby Yoda's going there. He's going to try and commune and see if any other Jedi turn up. 
everyone knew that probably wasn't going to happen at the start of this episode. As soon as those stormtroopers turned up, you think, okay, well, he's just going to get taken then. And then the next two episodes is Mando trying to get him back. It's the obvious plot. Yeah, I'd like to see uh, some some them going down the uh, less obvious route. I think mm. that would be uh, at least for one or two episodes. I mean, I know that we haven't. We've only got well, one more. One left. left. One more. So yeah. Like even really... even if Sam Jackson or Luke Skywalker did turn up, either of those options, that would have shocked us. We were talking about it and going, oh. If this happened, this happened, because I think we are in that mindset that we have watched Game of Thrones and watched shows of that ilk now that have learnt from it, say like The Witcher does exactly the same, and we're, we're just in that headspace. And now I do I do agree, but I also think we have to be careful when comparing it to Game of Thrones, and I think we have to realise that there are so many huge differences for a start being half an hour in length each episode for Mando. And I know that's not an excuse. It shouldn't ever be an excuse time length because you can always put in great quality into whatever time you've got if you write it well. But um, also the the universe that we're in is vastly different. It's, it's not this... It's, See, it's barbaric in a different way. You say that though, but they killed off Obi-Wan Kenobi in the first film. They did. One of, I think it's different one of, though. One of the biggest characters in Star Wars was killed in the first film. And it drove the whole thing. You saw Luke's reaction to that. Everybody's reaction to that. And it was fantastic. And that made that whole fight sequence at the end even bigger. And then to hear Obi-Wan Kenobi's voice through the Force, you think, oh, what's going on there then? There's a possible thing, possibilities for the next film. And yeah, they've won. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. It did. It it was his plot and his story. It wasn't mm. the, the the way I see it, it that it's slightly different. Is that that was his where his story was going to go. He wasn't mindlessly killed. He wasn't just killed for the no. sake of making yeah, I agree, us go. Yeah. Oh crikey! He was killed f- for the sake of e- extending the plot and and making this into a story. Yeah. Itself and that I think I I think yeah that. I agree with you that they need to be a bit more, bit more risky with it and, and to take more risks. But I also think they shouldn't do it mindlessly and they shouldn't just do no. it because... I think, I think Weeks has hit the nail on the head when he says Game of Thrones has destroyed TV. Yeah, yeah. To a because certain extent. We, yeah, the old-fashioned style of storytelling, which is what this is, yeah. seems old-fashioned now. Yeah. In a funny sort of way. And it is annoying. And I hate that my head expects storylines like that now yeah because you're right the star wars universe works very differently Mm. and disney in general work very differently but then again infinity war and endgame yeah i know yeah was was very different they took the risks there they did but it's quite interesting especially with this episode is that it did happen like it was a game yeah you throw one one platoon game of sabak perhaps (laughs) But like you throw one platoon down, you're like, oh, that hasn't worked. Should we try? Should we send everyone down just to make sure it happens? No, we'll send another platoon down. But sir, they've just destroyed a whole platoon. They, that they'll probably do it exactly the same again because they can. No, send them down. <laughs> they, <laughs> they've been very naughty. Send them down. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's it. Yeah. It's. 
It's not annoying because I still love and adore the show. Mm. And every character in this show is epic and awesome and great. And the next episode is goddamn brilliant. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, we're just conditioned now. We are, you know... It but the funny goes enough, back to Mr. Weeks, we are yeah. conditioned in that way. Yeah. Funny enough, the next episode, a character does do something like that. Yeah, yeah, but not true. the char- but not the character that you want to see. And that's the annoying thing. And then that character, I mean, we'll get onto it in a minute. But then that character disappears we're, we're at, the nearly end of it. at the next episode. Yeah, <laughs> go on, Chris. Go, go on, on fin- finish so, yourself. Finish yeah, yourself. we're about ten minutes in. And, uh, <laughs> Okay, well, all that aside, James. Steve Rogers wants to be in the uh... so You can't deny that the combat is pretty cool. Oh, oh epic. Yeah, Come without on. a doubt. Be real. And the Ind- Indiana Jones reference as well. The Indiana Jones reference is awesome. The damage that Fett does to the helmets, I love. Oh, my God. It's so cool. You don't see any wounds or anything like that. You just see the armor crumbling away. Mm. As that. I, I, I mean, I didn't even know that the sticks were made of metal. <laughs> Yeah, I thought they were wood with like metal on them, but the yeah. whole thing is a massive metal stick. My God, goodness me! And we see another appearance um, from the E-Web. So good to see the E-Web. It really crops up an awful lot in this uh, series. It has to be said, a suspicious amount considering we saw it like once in the main series. Um, very strange. But yeah, then we get that fabulous Indiana Jones reference. Uh, Disney are confident they're not going to be sued by themselves so they're happy to make that sort of reference and it's great goes extremely well and um eventually mando gets back up to the top of the mountain and tries to get into the force field a few dozen times (laughs) again gets knocked out by it he's like no that can't have been that must be unrelated pop back in (laughs) no ridiculous and then he's like oh actually i'm gonna go again and i'm gonna protect you from them and you just carry on with whatever it is you're doing and then <laughs> very, very shortly. I'll uh, leave you to it. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, sorry. My fault. My fault. My fault. No, 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 no. Don't, know, stop, don't stop. Don't stop. Don't I stop. know when I'm beat. I yep. know when I'm beat. Ridiculous. Hang on. One more go, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, just, I feel like this is the one. I just wasn't doing it with quite the right facial expression. Maybe that was it. <laughs> Ridiculous. And then he, like, yeah. steps, literally steps off the top of the mountain. And Baby Yoda's like, yep, done. Good. Well done. <laughs> and then he collapses defenseless nightmare more stormtroopers have arrived of course and um they they say that they're after baby yoda and um mando appears and he's got the awesome the whistling birds thing which he uses on the stormtroopers it's a beautiful move wonderful move i do love it when he does that oh i love it when he does that (laughs) oh it's wonderful oh he's a charming one isn't it just great stuff meanwhile Boba has found the razor crest and is like, I wonder what's in there. So he pops inside, and this is the moment when Fat Fat arrives <laughs> and he is awesome. Tub of Fat. Oh, Tub of Fat. <laughs> he is terrific. I mean, it's awesome. It's just so, so cool. And seemingly, this, the appearance of one extra person. Is enough to make the rest of the storm, stormtroopers go. Ah, no, three's too many. That's it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Given up. Yeah. Off we pop. Well, they've got to the next level now, haven't they? Yeah, exactly. They're like, oh, yeah. No, they've leveled up. It's that Donkey yeah. Kong. Bring in the boss. Just the level boss, though, not the game boss. Yeah. And um, this is when Fett uses the famous rocket 
which actually we've already seen because um, Timothy Elephant used it before. But um, this is Boba but, using it. But Boba using it is brilliant. It's great because we never, ever saw it, of course, because we barely saw him at all. And um, the, a lovely thing that he says is that uh, he says he was aiming for the other one. And he actually yeah. was aiming for the other one. Yeah. If you look yeah. back at what he was aiming at, he just missed it completely. Um, but luckily caught the, the other ship. It's fantastic. And then um, the, not the level boss, but the Star Destroyer up above destroys the Razor Crest. This is quite a big moment. Yeah. I wasn't expecting it to be destroyed completely. It's only just been fixed, for God's sake. Did you, did you boys feel a bit, like, upset? Yeah. Like, I, I felt a bit, like, drained, and I was like, oh, no, come on. He's, I, he's felt up, I felt upset, but I, I was more homeless. like... I was like, <laughs> why is that... You know what? The one oh, thing... Oh, off again. In the oh. one, <laughs> we the haven't one got time thing, for this, mate. The one thing in this show that hasn't actually done anything to the Imperials... Gets <laughs> smashed up and blown up. I was hey, like, "What? What's, what's why don't you just stuff? fire That's real that. life, Jenks? All right." I was just like, "Why is what is the ship done? Boba Fett? Yeah, all all these characters, Mando. Yeah, kill them. But the ship. What had Ned Stark done? The yeah. ship. But at least he was an actual character. But then again, Razor Crest. You know, you can say it's the a Razor Crest is. Oh, it's all full of characters. It has it. Full it, of has had a, it has a bad run. If, I, if that ship had a conscience, it would go, you know what? I'm not joining you on any more of these missions. What, yeah, once it's, it's been blasted it. to smithereens? Blasted into oblivion. Yeah, if it just has a little <laughs> black box. And it's well, going, this is I'm me, done. Stuff about this now. <laughs> Thanks so much, Mando. Mando. When you say black box, I imagine those ones that you get in the car can't go above 30. So it's just like, <laughs> I'll be there in about an hour. <laughs> Give me a minute. <laughs> I'll be there in an hour. Give me a minute. Sorry, right? I know. It's a bit. It's a real shame, isn't it? Yeah, just trying to riff, you know. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it was going really well, <laughs> but no, I was very sad about this. And um, yeah, essentially, this is when Fett goes back to Slave One. We know that Slave One's there. They decided to leave Slave One alone for some reason. Yeah, didn't do weird anything that. to him. Yeah, Slave One, famous bounty hunter ship. Uh, really, really weird stuff. And yeah. this is a this is this is a silly thing as well. Okay, right. So, okay, fine. We know that the um, the Dark Troopers come down. And it's mm -hmm. nice to see them. They are the robot Dark Troopers that we suspected they might be. It was either that or the Force-imbued force Dark Troopers. No, it's the robot ones. And they can fly. Cool. They could yeah. Obviously, they're robots, so they don't worry about going through the atmosphere or anything like that. And uh, four of them pop down. And they all try and get up there. I don't really understand why Boba Fett doesn't get there because he's got a jetpack, but that's annoying. Um, and Baby Yoda's not pleased to see them, understandably, but doesn't use the force and is taken okay. away. They just get there and they see him being taken away and it's a nightmare. Um, In true Iron Man reference style as well, may I add. Oh, thank, thank God you said that because I literally went, this is, this is just like Iron Man's guards. Yeah, it's because it's Happy Hogan, you know. He's oh yeah, directing, so, I mean, yeah. yeah, he's he's the guy, and he knows. Don't say happy in front of Chris, mate. Yeah, I'm sick and tired sorry, of that guy already. Sorry, sorry. Listen, he he was in Iron Man three. He knows exactly yeah. how, you know, you know. He's okay. Cool in, clean slate, you know. Oh no, clean I, slate okay, so I, Well, prior's been rattling on. I'm sorry, I, sorry. <laughs> I realised why Fett didn't get up. It's because he went to get to Slave One so that it wouldn't be destroyed by the Imperials. Yeah. So that actually is an explanation. Yeah. So that's acceptable. We'll, we'll allow that. That's Legit. fine. And he is in the skies of Tython. Um, and he 
goes after the dark troopers and then Mando is like, oh, no, no, I don't want it harmed because otherwise Fett was going to shoot them down, presumably. We haven't seen Put your jetpack on then! God, we haven't seen their combat capabilities. What, just leave it on autopilot? <laughs> or like hovering in the sky? It's not a helicopter. Uh, I think Jake's meant... Uh, oh, no, uh, no, Man- I mean Mando. Mando's jetpack is like half a mile away at the bottom of the hill. Well, if you see that it could be... Which is, I well, know! But, okay. I know! <laughs> I agree with you. You know, he can control the jetpack remotely. I also yep. know that. And I was livid that he's an idiot, obviously. It's the stupidest <laughs> it's thing the you've ever seen. It's, it's the stress, you know, under the situation. You know, yeah. it's just like, he's oh. only a bounty hunter, for God's so, sake. So, so oh. what, what were you boys thinking as he was, as Baby Yoda's being taken up? What, did, what were you shouting almost at the screen? Uh, I mean, I was already upset that Mando didn't have the jetpack. I was still yeah. mainly on that. I wasn't too happy with how they were carrying Babby Odds. It didn't look very comfy. And put a ah, helmet on him ah, at least. That's pretty pointy! Give him, ah. give him a crash helmet or something, you know? At yeah. least, also, yeah. they, aren't they going to, like, into space? But I know, I he's going to die. Dodge, isn't it? <laughs> he gone, die. They just kill him on the way out. Yeah, they're like, yeah, oh, think oh, of that one, but... Yeah. <laughs> we did have him, sir, but uh, uh, for some reason I'm Boba Fett now. We did have him, sir, but uh, on, uh, on arrival it seemed to uh, have... Uh, have choked on the way up. <laughs> we heard him coughing, but we can do anything about it because we are robots. <laughs> we do not have medical capabilities on board. So uh, here's your your little corpse that you ordered. Sir. Oh God, <laughs> that you ordered. Here's your little corpse. Brian does a good voice, though, doesn't he? Yeah. Hey, listen, I'm a voice actor, so you can go on to uh, Fiverr.com. Okay. Voice. Oh, sorry. Here we go. <laughs> no, the thing that I was really thinking was when Fett breaks through the clouds and he sees the Imperial Cruiser and he's like, he's shocked to see an Imperial Cruiser, despite the fact that for the past hour they've been fighting Imperial Stormtroopers. <laughs> but Chris, do you remember what he says? What? He says that the Empire's back. Well, he says, He's back! <laughs> They're back. <laughs> no, not again. Not again. I mean, yeah. So explain that to me. What were they just in fancy dress? These stormtroopers? Yeah, I, 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 when, I think he didn't. He thought it was some stray stormtroopers. You know, like how? Why would they the not rem- have a ship? Is there the, still only one ship? Well, like, well, no, it's a big ship. This is a this is a a destroyer. This is not just a ship. This is a, yeah. a, a f- like one that that guides a fleet. This is a Galactic command ship, you know, huge. He's just making up so, words now. I am. I'm just, <laughs> I'm, just I'm just. I can't believe what I'm doing. I'm riffing, riffing. Go, go. Is, no, no, it's great. You got me. You got me. You know, this is to show that it's not just the remnants anymore, but the actual uh, empire, the Imperials, are actually back together and functioning. That's what I got from it. Yeah. Yeah. But it's only one <laughs> ship. It's a big ship, Chris. Right. Okay. <laughs> It's I not mean, like the I, Death Star is hovering there. I kind of that thought that would be an obvious one, wouldn't it? Like, right, I, I think they're back. That. <laughs> I I thought, okay, so you've been tracking him for quite a while. Which, let's be honest, if if you've been tracking him, you could have easily caught him before because his ship was in tatters and and all and all this kind of. You could have easily caught up with the Razor Crest, but whatever, because he wasn't allowed to go to light speed a lot of the time. So I don't know what you were doing. The eggs. It's the eggs, mate. Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't go near eggs. 
so I'll go slowly behind them. <laughs> They're weird <laughs> and gooey. <laughs> Not my thing. I will wait. <laughs> um, originally, I thought that, and I thought, okay, so if you've been tracking them, then you'll see that the Empire has been on all these places that you've been tracking him, for one. But there wasn't a big the- ship there. And then, it's a big and ship. then in this, I literally Huge. thought, I thought the same. I was like, I've been fighting stormtroopers that have, you know, actual landing craft, you know, proper, you know, well-equipped landing craft. And then I go up and see a big ship. And then I remember, oh, they were stormtroopers down there. There's a <laughs> star destroyer one. there. Hold on a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell Man- Mando. Who's been who's been fighting these all the time for the last couple of bloody seasons? They're back. I would have loved Mando to go. What? Yeah, they're no, back. I would have been to go back down and go. Never guess what I just blown you saw. Honestly, you're joking. Oh my god. Yeah. I mean, ridiculous. Yeah. Is that the end of this episode? I mean, it's very nearly. Yeah. Essentially, Fett is like. <laughs> Not going anywhere near that. Thank you very much. And he pops back down and then... Um, um, and Mando doesn't run to get his jetpack or anything. We can't jetpack up into hyperspace to follow the... Well, no, but he could have jetpacked up and try and caught up with them at least. Well, he's going to go and do- get it back now and that's fine. Okay, but what did you think of the line um, that uh, Boba says and he says, oh, well, the oh, deal wow. isn't over. We'll stay with you. And then <laughs> Mando goes, well, the kid's gone. <laughs> no, yeah. And I was like, I it felt like he's just washing his hands of the whole yeah. thing. Like, oh. so actually, like, oh. I'm sort of done with it now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this has been going on for a while. Boba Fett's there, who you've seen is pretty decent, and the other lass, she's decent as well. And there's a ship there that he has, but instead of going right, we need to we need to sort this out. We need to go after them. He goes, kids gone. I felt that as well. It was really yeah, that weird. Was tough. That place. Yeah, I was like, what? What the hell is going on? And he's really calm. Doing? Also, why didn't that Star Destroyer just sh- like fire on Slave One? He went right up next to them. He I know, probably that waved. Was a bit weird, wasn't he it? He probably waved through the windows and like looked in the windows. That's how he found out. He like got <laughs> yeah. right up next to the <laughs> like, ship, looked through the windows, and went, "Who's in yeah, there? They're back. They're bloody back. <laughs> is this empty? Or oh god, no! <laughs> Quickly, come on, driver. Like the Star Destroyer did nothing." That indicate, what? oh, I'm flashing him. Why is the Empire <laughs> giving him a ch- giving Mando a chance and everyone a chance down there to like come after them? Yeah, what is going on? Look, I'll agree <laughs> that there are a lot of questions, but just there remember, are so many plot holes in this episode. There are quite a few, S- a stupid amount okay, where I'm going, whoa. I love the fight scenes, I the really do. That. But bloody hell, I know well, it, it, it was a great app though, wasn't it? Great app, so, so many. <laughs> There are so many plot holes. There are quite a few, but they and they're covered in so the characters are covered I in said. so much plot armor. It's just like oh my god! It's like when Sam took on about five hundred White Walkers himself. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's I was going. Well, I thought you were going to talk about Sam taking on orcs. But no, no, you were in Game but, of Thrones country. But it's like when Sam takes on, and he's screaming for John. No, he's having John, a go at bloody Game of Thrones. And John's hey. like, "It'll be all right. I've got something to do. You'll Nobody be fine." Has, Nobody has a go at. My my Samwise Tully, okay. He's a Samwise Tully, <laughs> cute little chubby git. He is. He is wonderful. He's a big boy. Okay, so we come to the end of this episode, and I'm I'm, I'm going to throw this question quickly out there. We haven't got to the end yet. Oh, go on. Right. Okay. So going back, 
So obviously, let's Steve, just briefly. Steve Rogers. <laughs> it was a skinny man. But briefly, let's talk about the the chain code which Brief is cargo. in Fett's armor because I think it's cool. Yeah, and it's written in Mandoa, mm. and it's got um, it's it's all written there, and you can translate it with like because it's it is a proper as in a translatable alphabet, and it says Foundling, Mentor, Chast, Father, Fett, Boba, Fett. Concord Dawn and various other things. Yeah. All legitimizes the Fett lineage. Yeah. And we discover that Django um was a foundling and he fought in the Mandalorian Civil Wars. And so Mando is like, Yep, great, armor's yours, congratulations. Really, that really is exciting. the best moment of this episode. It is cool. It's lovely. Did you say Dawn as D O R N E? Concord Dawn, yeah. Ah, there's a there is a character in the Old Republic called Dawn. I wonder if that's got anything to do with that. Maybe, maybe Called not. Dawn? Elara Dawn. She's uh, a, she's a Concord perfect. Dawn is a planet. Ah, right. In the outer French. Rim. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. A, a lovely woman called Dawn. I thought you meant that was one of the names of the owners, which oh, would no. have been interesting. No, it was just a reference to sort of their history, their family history. Yeah. Oh, that's still cool, though. Like yeah. That. So he yeah. Gets, the, gets the armor back, and that's when he guarantees the safety of the child, or he says that he still will. And, and Mando is like, ah, probably not. It's, he, he'll be all right. Don't worry about him. <laughs> The kid's gone. He's still got the Beskar <laughs> staff, which is nice. Uh, very, very strong, that Beskar very staff. Yeah. My oh. God. Are they suggesting you know, that Mando could withstand a direct hit from a Star Destroyer? Because fair play to him. That really that, is worth having that armor, isn't it? He'll just whack it back. Yeah. And um, that, well, then they disappear off and they go to Navarro City and they see uh, Cara Dune again, our old friend. And he asks to see... Uh, find out where Bilbo Baggins is, and he is uh, in the Cartham Chopfields. I really like that name, lads. Yeah. And so they're like, "Great, we're going to go and find him, and we'll see what we can do." Uh, and this is where Mando is like, "Oh, they've got the kid. We got to go and get him." And meanwhile, this is the last we see of Baby Yoda for a little while. He is in prison on uh, Moff Gideon's cruiser, Star Destroyer. And he is going absolutely <laughs> mental. <laughs> like he is flipping out in his cell. And he's oh, yeah. throwing the stormtroopers around. He's choking them. Does he kill them? I don't know. He what smashes think, them what together. We, what do we think about force choke? I mean, I mean from a non, it's just non a chokey. Yeah. Do, do you think it's from. Uh, a good place, so you know it never really is. But do you think it's from a? Imagine if Moff Gideon walks in. Place? Is this all from a good place? <laughs> Are you I'm sensing a lot of stress? Do you want to talk about it? You... <laughs> uh, and it, I mean, it's yeah. Gideon is delighted that he's showing this 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 force affinity. Oh, Gideon's all giddy. Gideon is, and then he whips out his dark saber. Oh, <laughs> come on. <laughs> That's cheap, Chris. That's and then he cheap. says, no, you're not ready for that yet. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> and then they use the same stun blaster that they use on Princess Leia in A New oh. Hope. That is a lovely little reference. That is beautiful. It's a squareness gun. It's actually and a the circle. Sa- the sound as well. Yeah. <laughs> lovely. Like Free Willy. Wonderful. Well, he didn't do that. He didn't do that. No, no, no. Just, just the dark saber. And, uh, and this is the end. Because they put these tiny little handcuffs around baby yo's. <laughs> they are they just cute, got man. those. They're great. They're like they belong in a stocking, you know. I oh, yeah. pissed myself at them. <laughs> what? Um, the, the most stupid <laughs> thing I've seen. I've seen a lot of stuff in Star Wars. We all have, 
That is the most unrealistic thing I've ever seen. I'm sorry. No. So they worked hard on inventing those. It spent they spent weeks going, look, we just need one pair of handcuffs. Can you make these ones? But just really did he. There's like, just what? one scientist that's in yeah. the corner. He's like, oh God, I'm stressing out. Come on, they're so tiny. Yeah, they thought they, they were just uh, playing a practical joke on. Yeah, but, but what like difference does it make if he's wearing handcuffs anyway? He can still use the force. It's to stop him walking away on his hands. <laughs> <laughs> We've heard that this this little kid it was loves hands. He loves handstand walking. <laughs> Who's uh, actually a relative to Christopher walking, but that doesn't matter right now. <laughs> like I'm, um, I'm sorry. No, absolutely not. He can still do it. He can, not as We've easily. S- We've seen Anakin and we've seen Obi-Wan do the exact same thing when they're on Grievous's ship. It's true, but they are fully trained Jedi Knights with the Force yeah, as their ally. My God. You've it's just true. seen how much power he has. He do you really think... He's overclocked. Do you think putting on little handcuffs is going to make him go, <laughs> Oh, I can't, I can't use Force anymore. I mean, to be fair, <laughs> like, knock, knocking him unconscious probably did the trick. That's fine. Just do that. Let's but they work. They work cute though, and if you want to accessorize with the force, I mean, I know, what a yeah. perfect way! I know, I do. I bet it was just one scientist that went. These will look so cute, Moff Gideon. Come yeah, on, yeah. oh, just give just me this one, on. please. He only wears right. one outfit, for God's sake. Oh, go on it's then, boring. He needs accessories. <laughs> yeah. Fashion show, fashion show, fashion <laughs> show at lunch. <laughs> Ridiculous. He looks so cute. And that um, is the end of the episode. Right, straight into it. Mando's game. Mando. Go on, pray. Uh, for me, this is three and a half. This is three Mandos and a Lorian, sorry. Interesting. Nice. Uh, uh, reasoning, I... Oh, sorry, oh, okay, God. maybe not. No, 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 please, please go on. Sorry. He's realised how long he ranted for, so he's trying uh, to yeah, make up I've for lost on, time. I've gone on uh, for quick, ages. Just a few bullet point reasons. Um, please. It, was, it had an awesome amount of action straight in there, which is kind of what we wanted from having a lot of these side quests. Um, of course, there were some flaws in there which and some questionable moments that made us go, that, that doesn't make sense. No, <laughs> that wouldn't happen. But overall, I really think it opened us up to this kind of fast-paced action of what we hopefully are going to expect from the future. And uh, yeah, it was quite cool. It's quite cool. Yeah. yeah. That was pretty Christopher. Cool. For me, boys, oh. it was a four Mando episode. And I'll tell you for why. Go. <laughs> tell so you for why. I, I only had an issue with a few things as it went on. I didn't have any issue with plot armor. I've, I, I, I realized that as Jenks was saying it, and I was like, oh, yeah, that is a bit silly. But as I was watching it, I was like, oh, this is awesome. I love everything that's happening with Boba. Um, and the thing that irritated me was the jetpack and I was like oh I sort of understand because otherwise he'd just go and rescue him it, it did irritate me had I been writing it obviously I wouldn't have made the same mistake so yeah just a little tip there for you Favreau and Falones <laughs> I know you listen to this podcast I am available I am available I'm married though so watch out uh. Um, and I thought the action was unbelievable I loved seeing Boba I didn't think that Boba would be back necessarily at least before the finale so I was that moment when Slave One came through I was that 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 was enough that that alone was enough for me you know it was amazing how many Mandos was just that moment uh, that was a five Mando moment definitely he's badass and it, the, the rest of the episode dragged it down which is a shame <laughs> but it was a strong start 
Uh, Jenks? Um, okay, I'm going to be honest, boys. Oh, this is going, a... I knew you were going to be controversial. <laughs> um, it's not... Con- I've, I think I've explained my points here. I like, think you bloody I'm... have as well. <laughs> this is a 2.5. Oh, my base for me. That might be your lowest ever review. It is. That that there is too much plot armor and there is too much bad plot. Uh, and too many plot holes. I've I've told you this before. I in every episode. I mean, you did earlier. In every episode of The Mandalorian, you know there is always going to be amazing fight sequences. There always is. It's nothing surprising. There's nothing new. You know, you're never going to have a bad one. But now I'm at the point where I need a fantastic story, and I'm not getting it. Yeah, Chris. I don't suppose we have got a, a score, have we, for this online? What from other people? Yeah, uh, Metacritic, you know. Do you want me to have a look at the... I can uh, tell you... No, I've got it here. I can tell you Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, They gave it an approval rating of 100% based on reviews from 21 critics with an average rating of 8.97 out of 10. Strong. And the critics' consensus is thrilling, confident, and utterly heartbreaking. The tragedy is breathtaking television, brilliantly realised by director Robert Rodriguez. And IGN gave it 10 out of 10. And... Uh, Vulture gave it four out of five stars. What was uh, IMDb? Rolling Stone called it a thrilling episode and a lovely but rare instance of fact and legend finally merging into the same thing. Let me tell you, and IMDb, 9.4 out of 10. Absolute Ooh. rubbish. And AJ Jenks didn't give it a sausage. That, that, oh, come on. That is, you can't agree with 10, like a I don't nine. Know. I, I said four Mandos. Like that is absolutely. I have to say. What was uh, the Rotten Tomatoes audience oh, do, I don't know, Jenks, do I? <laughs> this happens every week, come on. I don't have that information to bloody hand. You know what I'm going to ask? Come on. Right, Should here we go. Ready. Let me find you. Find you. Find you. Bando. <laughs> oh, do I want to enable ads? No, I don't. Oh, yes, Chris. you do! <laughs> People didn't come to listen to this, did they? Uh... It's not hell. It's only the critics that are out. Oh, oh for God. What a waste of time. <laughs> um, well, yeah. I'm... Come on. What a waste of time, for God's sake. Right, we'll cut Let's that out. Go. Obviously, Let's go. I am... Uh, DB. I am very different. I am... Obviously, I am DB. I am DB. <laughs> obviously. All this time. Uh, well, yeah, I just think very different. I think it's just... You do think very differently. Can can you boys? I I'm not just being mental here, am I? You can understand Look, where I, I'm coming from. No, I do understand, but I I I just don't think that TV will be like Game of Thrones unless it's a Game of Thrones clone. Well, I'm not saying that Witcher is necessarily a Game mm. of Thrones clone, but it's getting there. Do you know what I mean? If if yeah. any show was going to be, it was going to be The Witcher. Yeah. And I said yeah. that having not seen an episode. You haven't bloody watched it. <laughs> but like having played the game and understanding the story, it's like they come from the same sort of world. Yeah. yeah. This comes they from do. the same sort of world as Star Wars. I think I, I think, yeah, I think I'm just, it's this, ep- I, when we get onto the other episode, the next episode, I'm going to completely switch. Well, we're about to. Oh, looky. Let's go. <laughs> well, looky here. Ladies and gentlemen, oh, welcome. <laughs> right, so boys, we move on to chapter 15, The Believer. After a contentious discussion about chapter 14, where AJ Jenks disappeared with... Disappeared? Disappeared. <laughs> hey, mate, you're not going to cut out all my bits. <laughs> AJ Jenks mysteriously disappeared from the podcast. AJ Jenks didn't turn up this week, so... That's yeah, funny. isn't that weird? And there were just some weird gaps where yeah. we thought this is where he would speak, so we'll just leave it. 
Yeah. Uh, and um, but yeah, he disagreed with the rest of the world, and that's fine. That's why we're here. <laughs> that's me. That's what this podcast is all about. Anyway, we know that we are going to see Bilbo Baggins at the Carlton <laughs> Shop Fields, and that is where we. <laughs> that's where we open. And essentially, this is a correctional facility for the New Republic. Always nice to see a bit of New Republic, like tech and law. Lovely. And um, a security droid walks up to Bilbo Baggins. Migs Mayfeld, I should say, played by Bill Burr. A fascinating bit of casting. Um, He's called Inmate 24601. Oh, no, sorry. 34667. (laughs) That was a Les Mis reference prior. Thanks, mate. I needed that. Les Mis. I needed that. <laughs> and they're doing this really cool work where they're dismantling TIE fighters. Very, very cool. And at this point, in wanders um, Cara June. Her full name is Cara Cynthia June. How about that? And she's a marshal of the New Republic. And she's just joined the New Republic, but she feels free to like swan around the universe and be like, I'm just going to take a couple of prisoners. What's she going to do That's with him? God knows. God knows what she's going to do with him. But I've got my flaming suspicions, I'll tell you that much. And she remands him into her custody. And uh, he says, oh, what's going on? I don't know. I don't know. And Cara June is like, I've got a job for you. And then the droid droid gets a little bit upset and starts to threaten him with the stun button. And he's like, oh, my God. Yeah, fine. Okay, fine. I'll go with him. And then she leads him off to Slave One. More Slave One. Always nice to see it. And then he sees Boba and Fennec Shand, who we've just been with. And uh, a, n- a nice moment this where Mayfield thinks that Fett was Mando. And then, of yeah, course, yeah. Mando appears as well, which is fabulous. Yeah. He thinks that Mando's come to kill him. And he's like, no, no, it's, it's absolutely fine. Don't you worry about that. Uh, they brought him along, essentially, because he is an ex-Imperial and they need his uh, clearances and all of his protocols, which he knows because they need to get some Imperial information. Of course, because they need to find out where Moff Gideon's ship is. So, essentially, this is our last big side quest, boys. Before the boss I fight. I wouldn't even call it a side quest. I'd call it a heist. It, I mean, it is a, it's a big heist episode, isn't it's it? It's a lovely heist episode. Which is very exciting. But, you know, I suppose GTA was always leading towards the heists, so they weren't <laughs> really side quests yeah. in that same way. Look, I'm just trying to keep it relevant, you know, to a game that was, came kids. out like eight years ago. For the kids. For 30 the kids. years old, let it go. <laughs> hey, it was a great game. Hey, it's also the nine, nine year anniversary of the Old Republic as well, boys. God. The game. It's nine not years. relevant, prior. Nine I'm talking years. about GTA. Sorry, GTA. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, and yeah, and essentially, as we know, Baby Yoda is with uh, Moff Gideon now. He's just with him, you know. They're just, they're just chums and it's fine. Yeah. In cuffs. What's that? In cuffs. Ian who? <laughs> Sorry, uh, Ian Cuffs, he's my friend. Oh yeah, lovely guy. <laughs> it's big, a quick shout out for Ian there. Yeah, big shout out. He's, oh, he's a lovely man. Lovely Hello, man. Ian. And essentially, he's so, so nice, they want to wanna find out where Moff Gideon is hiding Baby Yodes and uh, Bilbo Baggins knows exactly where to get it from. He says you have to get it from an Imperial Terminal. Seemingly any Imperial Terminal will do. Which is, I, this is a weird thing, right? This is a, a very strange thing. Um, but there's, there's a, an Imperial mining hub there on this planet, which he's suggesting, the planet Morak. And seemingly that this mining hub will have the coordinates of this random Imperial Star Destroyer. 
I mean, I don't know. It's like the NHS system, but like one that works, you know? <laughs> Everyone yeah. is connected. All the information is on every single one. Everyone knows everything. Everyone knows everything, which is the way it should be. Yeah. And it's lucky as well for, uh, for all of the Mandalorian team, isn't it? I mean, it really is. Yeah, it's because great otherwise, for them. Otherwise, you know, I don't know what they would do, but they wouldn't be able to find Baby Yoda. I mean, presumably this yeah. is what Mando thought when he was like, nah, let's call it off. Yeah. Let him go. It. It's don't over. It. The dream oh, well. is over. Anyway, so they, they disappear off to this lovely planet, Morak, where there's uh, all sorts of mining going on. And they're mining this thing called Rhydonium, which is essentially like it's TNT pretty much. Like it's very, yeah. very explosive. And, and also the planet shouldn't be confused with Morag, which is a planet in the MCU. Yeah. They just want to be close, you know, they just yep. want to be close. You're absolutely yeah. right. And also not with Morag, the mythological person from Arthurian yeah. legend. Just Completely different close. thing. Completely yeah. different thing. And the way that they move this Rhydonium on the planet is not with um, a speeder, a traditional land speeder, but with a wheeled vehicle. <laughs> Mm. Which I find really interesting because we so rarely see anything with wheels. Uh, yeah. Very, very strange stuff. And I'm not really sure of the advantage of the wheeled vehicle in this scenario. I don't believe there is at all, especially when there's a load of pirates around when they could just go, well, why don't we just fly it there? Well, I mean, if they flew it, that would be fine. But even if they had a speeder, which yeah. seems to be like the, the industry standard, it would be there would be in exactly the same situation. So it's like, why have they got the wheels which make everything just slightly harder, but don't really make much difference? Yeah, yeah. on something that's very explosive and cannot be shaken around too much. Yeah, <laughs> put it on a rocky terrain with. Yeah, wheels. exactly. Why? Yeah, just hover it over it, and then it'll it will be safer. Boys, why are you finding so many plot holes? No, Come you're on. right. I'm really sorry. Come about on, Jenks. tough you're day. Right. They they have to do this because there has to be pirates for some reason, and there has to be a little bit of action because we just don't have enough action in this show. No, that's true. And they also, they had an endorsement deal uh, with Michelin, and so they had to get in the, the tyres. You know. There you go. And they were like, well, we can't have it in any other episode, so where can we have it? Oh, we'll just stick it all in here. Give yeah. them all. Although, actually, the pirates have got speed. You know what? Forget it. I'm not going to go on about it anymore. <laughs> yeah. But essentially, they're going to nick the, uh, I was going to say costumes, the uniforms. Who's, I was going to say, who's Nick? <laughs> yeah. Who's so essentially, Nick? Nick is like, here's what we're going to do. They're going to steal the uniforms of some of the drivers when they go through a tunnel. Great. Fantastic. Um, but of course, the bases, the Imperial bases are run by ex-ISB agents. Now, this is a lovely little reference. The Imperial Security Bureau, mm. who essentially are like the SS from the Nazis, right? And they're very, very, uh, they're an intelligence service within the Imperials. They're brutal. They are um, very, very clever, very, very good at what they do. They're sort of like the top. Um, what, they're not, they, they're military, but not military. They're that sort of person, you know. Yeah, it's they're the same. If you play the Imperial agent story on Star Wars The Old Republic and you, you'll know what they are. Very interesting. That game is outdated. <sighs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh -huh. GTA right, though, GTA, yeah, GTA, look, yeah. yeah, exactly, for sure, for sure. Yeah, if you play as Trevor in GTA, you'll know what I'm talking about. I <laughs> know what it is. Yeah. He is an ISB agent. It's his green bike that gives it away. <laughs> but um, so essentially, this system. Sorry, sorry, that was a fake laugh you just gave me. <laughs> I'm just trying to indulge him just a little bit. I, I, he was, I was so upset it, in the last episode. I've just. I yeah. was because it's not Trevor as the green bike. It's it's just not Trevor. Just has a four four by four. Yeah, Trevor. it's not. It's not. It's not yeah. Trevor. 
It's Franklin, isn't it? Franklin, yeah, yeah. yeah. Franklin's got the Franklin's green bike. Franklin's driver, isn't he? It's a real shame. It was good, but you know. Yeah, just... I fell pretty hard then. Yeah, sorry about that, mate. They've just released a big expansion, though. Yeah, I saw that. I saw yeah. that. New map as well. I'm going to give There's it a, load a go. Of, load of, funny to talk about heist. There's a loads of, loads of new uh, heist missions as well. That is funny. Oh. Let's all give it a go. Just do it together, boys. Hand huh? in hand. Yeah, it sounds... Yeah, sounds... I, I, have got, I have got GTA Five actually. There you are. So have I. Could I think so have most I. people do, don't they? Yeah. yeah. Well, it's a big game. It was big a big game. game. Yeah. 100 gig. Oh. Yeah, man. You have to have the extra disc, didn't you, to... I mean, that's quite an old-fashioned way of doing things these days. Yeah. yeah I mean, these days, it. yeah, but it obviously was out quite a while ago. Yeah. Rockstar. So the ISB have got this network <laughs> which connects across the galaxy, and whoever goes in to this facility is going to get scanned. And if they get flagged by the system, then they're in big trouble. And anyone who is sort of associated with the New Republic in any way will be uh, in massive trouble and the whole mission will be compromised. So... Only certain people can go in. So obviously Mayfeld can go in because he was an imp. Uh, and I mean, I don't really understand why why he can go in when he has has been arrested by the New Republic. <laughs> and so obviously it's on their system. Mate, but, bygones. Bygones. Is it? Yeah. They're just like, you know what? Forget it. Forget it. That's yeah. absolutely fine. Maybe Kara does something where she's like. Walk around the bridge. Yeah, it's, it's fine. We forget about that. Water off a ducks. It's It's... It's, <laughs> but yeah, he's like, I'll be fine. Don't worry about me. Boys, it's funny because I actually really love this episode, but you're really like changing my mind. I'm on not. It yeah, mate. Do you remember I'm last not. episode? It's you remember last episode, which I gave, still gave four Mandos after the drubbing <sighs> that you gave it. Unbelievable. DL. When I say last episode, listeners, I'm talking about of the series, not of the, this epic podcast, which we're doing <laughs> to <Yeah>. catch up. <laughs> Jesus. But um, yeah, so he says, uh, Mando says, fine, maybe Fennec Shan can go instead of Cara June. And then Shan says, oh, no, I can't go. And so we can see where this is going, <laughs> essentially. I love that it goes through each one. Yeah, they really do. And then they even ask Boba and he's like, they might recognize my face. Lovely little reference, to be fair. I At mean, least they is... picked it up with a little bit of humor. That is great. You got him back. You got him. In the palm of your hands. Couple but of gags. Also, I, was, I was like, well, maybe, maybe they won't. What? Because you just look so old and you're bald. <laughs> he is the bald Boba Fett. Like, He's fat as well. I'm not going to lie. If Imperials, you know, they only remember you guys being quite young with hair. I mean, but then again, in Clone Wars, some of them are bald. But This like, is how I live my life. And they normally remember them to fit into the armour as well. Yeah, they only usually saw you in armour. Brian, you've got a really big thing with this. He's <laughs> aged. Sorry. He can still move like a graceful Oh, that fox. can't be Boba Fett. He weren't a fat bastard. <laughs> <laughs> He's right. You think it's a disguise? Is that what you think, Brian? It is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Unbelievable. Wait, how's he trying to get round us? He's wearing a fat suit, you bugger. <laughs> I mean, you're still wearing all the armour, but the fat suit really got us off the track. That God. can't be Boba. He can't see his blooming knees. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody hell. Anyway. Bloody hell. Anyway, that's quite enough of that fat sorry. shaming of poor Boba Fett. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh, that's sorry. late. He's just bulked sorry. up a bit. 
Yeah, yeah. He's yeah, doing yeah. a fitness yeah. journey for the next year. It's fine. Yeah, he's well. doing a big bulk. He's going to shred. Trust me. Yeah. He's got to put on the weight, and then it's going to come off as it goes into. You know how it goes. It's going to no, be fun. Yeah, he's yeah. doing a Christian bail. Sexy. It's going to be lovely. Routine. Yeah, yeah. I got the routine. Sorry, lads. No jazz. <laughs> <laughs> You've lost them. Tabs. Come on, bring it back. Jazz always destroys it. Uh, anyway, essentially, Mando's like, you know what? To hell with you all. I'm going to go with Bilbo Baggins and everything's going to be fine. I will take it. I will take the ring. No, never mind. That's oh, a Lord well. of the Rings reference, Pry. Come on, we're losing them. I thought we're losing them. Yeah. I thought you'd love that. Uh, I didn't understand it. I've never seen it, so no. And Okay, fine. And so uh, Mando is like, you know what? I'm going to take off my helmet and I'm going to put on their armor and then it will, will be well. And this what is do- where this line comes in where uh, Bilbo Baggins says, you can say goodbye to your little green friend. And he says it in that Palpatine voice, which is really weird. But it's just to, you know, really highlight the throwback. What do you yeah. think of this? Was this a deliberate reference to Yoda? Of course it, oh, absolutely. It's nice to say it like that. But like, <laughs> in of an almost it was. kind of annoying way. You didn't like it? No. It seemed to trip off the tongue quite well trip off the tongue i mean i just wanted it to actually i just wanted stuff to happen if i'm honest he's kicking off again i didn't really want to for this mate i didn't want to watch him in the changing room getting dressed and oh Oh. now he's in different gear oh no i disagree i disagree when he turned up in different gear it felt really weird for me i was like oh but not in a good way what do you mean not in a good way well i was like oh my god well this is easy there are so many missions that we have had where he could have just done this yeah, but no, this is was, the entire is a, point. So he would never, ever resort. have done it. This a is couple the, of episodes ago, when they were trying to go into, into that other base. But he still had Baby Yoda. Base. He still had Baby Yoda. Yeah, yeah, but he was in school, eating bloody yeah. biscuits and he killing was, kids. <laughs> now he's being abused by Moff Gideon's Darksaber. Yeah, but okay, if, you wanna, but if you're up for doing that, just, just He's not do up it. for doing that, trust me. No, he's not ready for that. <laughs> And he doesn't yeah. want to know what Moff Gideon's doing with that lightsaber. Just, no, again, it, it's just another plot stuff for me. No, no. Th- look, th- I disagree about this because this is <laughs> ooh, character ooh. development for Mando that he's now willing to do this. I mean, maybe. Yes, you're right. Actually. Maybe. <laughs> oh, of course, that's why he's done it. It's a significant right. moment. Okay. 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 All right. <laughs> okay. You cannot I deny just that that's more I just literally than... changed my mind. And you're having a go at me for changing my mind. <laughs> oh, you should never assume weakness. Oh, Just no. let me. <laughs> Pryo, uh, you come on, change it what? like that, would you? Oh! <laughs> Weeks. I don't, I, don't need, I don't need to mediate this. I don't need to mediate. Look, listen, Jenks said, <laughs> yep, I know I'm wrong. And he said, I put my hands up and you went, yeah, you little swine. <laughs> <laughs> what, yeah, do you think right. he, what do you think of coffee? Do you like your coffee? Oh, bloody hell! <laughs> <laughs> That's a reference to this last week. We'll tell you about that one uh, afterwards, Brian. You'll love that. Yeah, so. I needed that. <laughs> so great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't do anything. I was literally changing my mind. And I got ripped for changing my mind and agreeing with you. Thank God for Pryor being the mediator here. Because if it was just me and you, my God. <laughs> I could tell you might have needed me for this uh, coffee anecdote later on as well. Bloody hell. No, this is a bit like Bloody that hell. time that... <laughs> I had that single cream and thought it was a milkshake. And then oh, Jenks God, was yeah. like, oh, what flavour is it? <laughs> and it had a picture of a strawberry on it. So I was like, well, what flavour do you think it is? You idiot. 
I held it up in his face. And then I took a big swig and I was like, it's cream. <laughs> <laughs> and instantly I knew how much of an ass I had been and how suddenly it was so unjustified. And so I was like, you know what? Fair play. Oh, God. Fair play. See, you have me now. Chris, you held your hands oh, up yeah. and said, I did. I've done wrong. He was very good about it. Just like <laughs> I was then. <laughs> well, what flavor do you think it is, you idiot? <laughs> Turns out, cream. <laughs> well, there you go. It's like Aesop's fables, that, for me. Bloody hell. That really was a big moment in my life. There you go. Maybe. What are we talking maybe, about? Maybe you're right, actually. I, th- I think you're right. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I want your full 100% support. Else I am out. <laughs> Otherwise, what's the point? Um, anyway. I love that you you actually did change my mind during a podcast about an actual show. Don't let's leave it, okay? Good. And that's We're good. Only Thirty-five that's a, episodes in, but good. That's a that's a great thing. It is. It's it's, it shows that you know we're we're changeable. We're changeable like the sea or the tide. Get <laughs> off with it! <laughs> the sea doesn't really. Anyway, uh, so yeah, Mando and Bilbo Baggins disappear off, and they manage to get the. Uh, the pilots out of their bizarre eighteen-wheeler trucks that they're driving. Can I ask a quick question? I'd love that. Uh, Can you knock someone out whilst they're wearing armor? I suppose. I mean, it sort of, of defeats you, the object of like. Of course you can. What do you mean? People knock themselves Brian, out. Brian, don't you start, man. Of course you can. What do you mean? If someone, if someone falls off a motorbike and they hit their head, they often get knocked out. Jenks, you got that yeah. to look forward to. I know. <laughs> yeah, I know, but getting like. Just punched or just, you know, if you're thrown off a motorbike. He's okay, got you best go, car armor. You're going at some speed. Yeah, but not on his fingers. Oh, no, true. He's got those weird gloves, isn't he? Depends how hard someone can hit, really, doesn't it? Do you know what? I am not going to ask any questions anymore because <laughs> I am just a joke to you. <laughs> I feel like I insult you guys at every kern. Every kern. Colonel. You're an idiot. <laughs> right, let's, let's keep going. Go. Okay, good. Uh, in answer to your question, it is weird that he can knock them out. I don't think it is, but we'll leave it. <laughs> I, I find it weird that he can knock them out with a bare fist. I've just got an actual bear's fist in my head. <laughs> <laughs> if he had a bare fist, then fair enough. I'm sure he, he could knock them out. Jesus Christ. Those claws. But nasty. essentially, he does manage to knock them out somehow. Yeah. And he takes the uniform. And this moment for me is... Revelatory. Revelatory. When he he suddenly turns up, surely you think the same. It's it's very odd. It's very odd. It feels weird, right? It what, does. What, it feels what bit, sorry? With Mando when, turning up in the other armor, in yeah. the imp armor. Yeah. It's just looking at him and not knowing who he is. But you still know who it is yeah. at the same time. So it's kind of like jarring, but... Yeah. Um, this is probably one of the best things that could have happened for the story to come. I absolutely yeah, agree. I just don't understand why they didn't do it earlier. Well, I mean, <laughs> he's he's taking the piss. Look at the expression on his face. Right. Well, they can't see it, so that's true. He had so... a um, he had a real Cersei expression on his face for all you Game yeah. of Thrones fans, staring out, right? out of the window, kind of. Yeah. He was delighted that the uh, the Sceptre Baylor had just exploded. 
And yeah, yeah, I know that's not what he was thinking because he rarely my, thinks that. My child that. has just killed himself. Well, she wasn't delighted about that because Cersei loves her children, no matter how many yeah. people she butchers. Anyway, she butchers. <laughs> okay, what? Butch and right, come on. <laughs> yeah, I know we're nearly there. We're we're basically finished. We're not nearly there. <laughs> We have a whole pointless scene coming up now, which literally is so uh, annoying. Hang on a minute. I'm going to have to change your mind again. So Mando <laughs> gives Cara Dune um, the armor and he's just like, oh, take that. A bunch of old tin. Nonsense. I got this now. This is much better. It's made of plastic. You can knock someone out <laughs> with a bare fist through it, but it's great. I love it. I hate that. Get rid of it. He says, Spin it. He says, he says, take good care of it for me. Oh, she yes. Says, I will. I will, baby. Leave it with me. She's she's a weird character, let's be honest. Very weird. Um, but they manage to get this ridiculous vehicle going and all is well. And they have a little chat. Uh, quite a long chat, in fairness. And they're talking about... Uh, Bilbo Baggins asks him, how do you see inside those helmets? In fairness, he sees incredibly well because he's got all sorts of kit in there that helps yeah. to enhance his vision. So he yeah. sees much be- better than... kind of the than, whole point of it, really. <laughs> yeah, he sees much better than Mayfeld. So it's it's bizarre, bizarre stuff. Um, and they have to keep on watching the temperature of their rhydonium because it's very unstable. And as we've I mean, discussed, it's a ridiculous an, way of transporting it. That's an obvious hint that something is about to happen. Oh, definitely. But too obvious. Come on. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, that was... That's, you, that is a classic thing, isn't it? Yeah, you don't even need that. Just but say, oh I, my God, I, there's a lot of stuff on this thing that could blow up. Just say that. I don't do the whole levels thing. I don't have a problem with that at all. I don't think that's something to pick it up on. I think it's, uh, it's, it's, (laughs) sorry, Jake. (laughs) But I don't, honestly. Um, I don't think it's something that's wrong with the episode. I think it's fine. I didn't even think about it. Yeah. I mean, I I had the sense that it was going to explode at some point. And I was happy with that. You're not going this episode. Why'd they do the levels? No. No, I, I wasn't. No, I wasn't. There, I, but no, I didn't do that fair, about the last one. To be fair, this is this is just me being annoying now. Oh, it's okay. me being annoying. The the thing that annoys me is that, so obviously, um, the uh, the other vehicles in front that are also transporting the same thing blow up, and that's actually done really, really, really cool. Yeah, that is cool, isn't it? I did love that moment, but then that was quite spooky in a weird way. Yeah, because uh, it kept getting come. It, yeah, and you were like, <laughs> "What's going on here?" It yeah, kept getting it kept what? Come, kept, 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 it kept coming closer and closer, and then, uh, and then these pirates turn up. Yeah, and they're on speeders. It's very, very silly. If the pirates se- have got speeders, you need to have speeders. Yeah, why are these pirates technical, technologically like it wasn't more advanced than you? Didn't have the budget for it. Had to make cuts. <laughs> I, th- I think that's it. Yeah, it's just the Imperial yeah. remnant. They're mining this very lucrative stuff, and they're like, you know what? The margins here are razor thin. This isn't working. I mean, let's let's be honest. We are clutching at straws, but we'll go with that again. Okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Must they've, be that. They've had a little conversation before this as well, where they're talking about things that they believe in, which is obviously where the episode gets its title from. And um, he's and Mayfell Bilbo Baggins is asking uh, Mando about his rule of not showing his face, and is it is it because he can't take off his helmet or is it because he can't show his face and he's saying it's actually a different thing Mando doesn't really get involved it's not a conversation really yeah um, and Mayfeld says uh, everyone is the same because they everyone has their own individual lines and they don't cross them until things start to get a bit messy and yeah. he says that 
basically, as far as he's concerned, as long as people can make it through their day and sleep at night, then they're doing all right, which is quite an early Han Solo idea. It's now, that sort we, of yeah, rogue and renegade. Can, Go on, Prime. This is premature, but can we take Hello? a moment to tip our metaphorical hats to how excellent Bill Burr's performance is, not just now, but later on in the episode, more importantly. Oh, I when, think when, when we get to that moment. Yeah. He, but no, I, Bill I, Burr, no, I agree know, with you. I think he's We terrific. all know him as a comedian, okay? He is a comedian mm. through and through. That's what he's known for. But he is a, an excellent actor. And the way that he portrays this character, the way he portrays emotion, not, not OTT, just kind of... Yeah. Real, real, real emotion, and I was there all the way with him, especially mm. with his uh, with his accent. It's kind of weird because it kind of goes from being slightly Brooklyn. We're gonna talk like that, then we're gonna go more American, and we're gonna stay in our American. Then we're gonna go and talk like we're from Brooklyn, then we're gonna go American. But all mm. that aside, because you know he's not an actor. Well, he is an actor. He is definitely an actor, but excellent performance absolutely yeah. he just seems to sort of inhabit it doesn't he yeah he doesn't need to do much because he just seems to be sort of living it and i suppose that mando has got an excellent reputation for that sort of thing not least because of the tech that they employ really lends itself to the actors being able to inhabit the scene rather than have to imagine too Definitely. much yeah which Definitely. is fair and of course is one of the reasons that Ewan is so excited to be going back to film because it won't oh. be green screen every five minutes it's actually going to be looking out and seeing the world yeah which i can imagine will be extremely exciting um we're going to be inundated with content i i I honestly can't wait but he's no he is terrific in this and he's handling all these big ideas and handles them extremely well and this is when that moment when all of the um other juggernaut machines start to explode and it's very weird you know like oh my god I, you, I, I don't know if it was the same with you boys, but I was racing through my head and I was like, who's doing it? What is it? What's happening here? It's not part of the plan. Who is it? Can't be the imps because these are the imps. Is it the New Republic? Turns out it's these weird pirates um, who are a race I don't think we've seen before. Uh, a, a new race of pirates and they're all, they've got these uh, speeders. They're repulsor lifts, essentially. They're flying around all over the shop. And they jump on top of the speeder, not the speeder, they jump on top of this 18-wheeler truck that they're driving. And Mando is the only one who can uh, save the day. So up he pops and he essentially tries to uh, not defuse the situation so much as just murder them all. And Mando is shooting away and Bilbo Baggins is baffled that he's doing this when there's Rhydonium right there. But of course, Mando is a great shot, so it's not an issue. Then one of the pirates puts some detonators down and uh, tries to blow up the Rhydonium with detonators, and that would certainly do it. Manages to get rid of him. Thank goodness for that. And then eventually Mando runs out of ammo in his blaster, which is something we never, ever really see. It was quite a cool little moment. Um, And so he whips out a staff, as you do. Well, in fact, he... um, This is a reference to another film. It might be a Bond film. I think it is it Casino Royale where he runs out of ammo and then he throws the gun at the guy. He throws yeah. it at him. Yeah. Is it the the building site fight? Yeah, I think so. That rings a bell. I've only just thought that, but that that that's the that's parkour much what guy here. Yeah, the yeah that guy. Yeah. That absolutely how great awesome when, uh, fight. When Mando oh no, it's uh, not... it's um yeah it's when they've captured him. 
Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, I, I, I know which bit you mean. How no, great, though, when Mando forgets that he's not wearing Beskar and he tries to deflect yeah. the, the bolt and then it actually hit. Oh, just yeah, and he's that like, little oh, attention, God, attention smashes him to down. detail. I mean, he's realising, he's going, oh, my God, I'm not invincible now. This hurts. Yeah. I need to be careful. Yeah, absolutely. He's gone from being this sort of godlike figure to being vulnerable, which is very cool. And it's the position he's put himself in, which is even nicer. Exactly. And uh, he, he's got this spear now and he's starting to fight them off. And he's he's doing really well. You know, fair play to him. Even without the Beskar, he's a hell of a fighter, which is excellent. Uh, and th- there's still all these various pirates floating around on their repulsor lifts. And they get more detonators down and Mando is able to get rid of it and throws them off and he he uh, destroys the the pursuing pirates, which is good. So they're in a better position. And then they have to slow down because they're approaching a bridge and they know it's going to be too bumpy. Again, just get speeders because that wouldn't be an issue. But it's going to be too bumpy. So they, he breaks right down. And then like five or six of these air speeders turn up these repulsors turn up and we're like oh no it's really bad news and then and this is quite the moment boys a couple of tie fighters appear and all of a sudden we're like oh my god the empire has arrived and they are the heroes in this situation and it was awesome it's the only time i think it's ever happened this was brilliant so this is what made this episode so different for me because it actually made you think, thank God, the Empire have turned up. Yeah. I and mean, I, I really it. risky. Really, really risky. Mm. I mean, yeah. th- and it's they're, the mo- they're shooting very close to that, that explosive. Yeah. Oh, my God, compound. yeah. Wow, they're massive blasters. <laughs> but it's, uh, it's the moments after where they're driving into this complex and they're being cheered. Yeah. And saluted. It's just like they're heroes. And you yeah. realise that the Imperials are not all monsters. They are just troopers doing their duty. And That's you it. Go, okay, cool. Which is, which is what Bilbo Baggins was saying in the cab. He was saying that, you know, to, uh, to people who are invaded, they're just invaders. Like whether they're the New Republic or they're the Empire, they're just invaders. Yeah. Exactly. There's a lot of stuff going on in this episode, which I really like. A lot yeah, of yeah. much deeper stuff than you find in Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah, there's these underlying little morals and tales that are so powerful really yeah. empowering little little bits and that's lovely to have that really they're handled lovely. extremely well as well i think it is beautiful and this is writing which i think is fantastic and to set it in a star wars universe yeah it reminds me very much of kind of like the first half of rogue one yeah the yeah. rebellion are actually shown to be pretty hardcore oh yeah like, oh god i didn't realize they did this and yeah that, yeah I think that's the stuff that Star Wars needs now. You yeah. need to show that it isn't always good versus bad. You know, it's it's the stormtroopers, you know, like, I mean, again, like in um, The Force Awakens with Finn, you know, they're taken as kids and stuff like that. That kind of stuff, yeah. I think, is brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. It no, starts, it's to, it starts to boil down to these kind of things that we experience in everyday life you know not necessarily us but some other parts of the world where it's Mm. not too dissimilar to have things like this going on and so it it becomes all the more real and so many more people can kind of see that in in what happens on the news or whatever they're looking at and I think from that perspective Star Wars has never been 
closer to yeah. what we can possibly experience and it's it's wonderful it's really really wonderful yeah it's interesting isn't it because it's almost as though um going back to what you were talking about in the last episode jenks it's like the audience the audience has matured obviously because we we grew up with the prequel prequels um yeah and the previous generation grew up with the original trilogy and it's almost as though the if 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 a film came out in the vein of the original trilogy now which it sort of did you know yeah. um with the the sequels they they're not dissimilar they aren't sort of deep enough and satisfying enough or they're, they're not deep enough to be satisfying and like they don't they don't touch enough deep issues yeah um whereas we if we were if we go back and we watch the original trilogy then we just appreciate them for what they were because yeah. we experienced them at a young age but if if that film were to come out now then we wouldn't appreciate it do you see what i mean and the previous yeah. episode was sort of like that because there was a lot of action and there was a lot of flash and it was there was a lot of like battlefront good stuff where it looked great and it was awesome but there wasn't that much going on whereas this episode is the opposite because there's a huge amount going on it's very very mature yeah um in a lot of senses not in terms of like you know it's not it's not as brutal as the last episode at all yeah. but it's very very deep and touches adult themes and this is sort of what we i think you're absolutely right this is what it needs going forward because this is where the fandom is now e yeah. either the old trilogy fans or the prequel trilogy fans we've grown up enough and we've had stuff like game of thrones that this is sort of what we need now we need things which are for our age group yes yeah. the focus yeah. absolutely ironically the clone wars got it's ironic quite, quite <laughs> ironic it's quite Weird that the Clone Wars actually got quite close to that kind yeah. of subject as well. Amazing. To uh, different people invading, especially in the uh, last series of Clone Wars. But the prequels almost touched on it. Yeah. Almost touched on it with the whole CIS. Other than Dooku, the CIS, you understood actually where they were coming from. Yeah, of the course. The Republic was in tatters. Um, You know, the... Everyone knew that the Republic was corrupt. Other than the Jedi, they just sensed something was going on. But a lot of people knew that the Republic was actually corrupt. The only problem is the prequels never explained it. They always... Trade negotiations and all that kind of stuff just isn't going to click. But it is there. They just don't hit heavy on it. Whereas this episode... For me, this episode is... I've rewatched this one. Oh, have you? And it's the first of the series that I've rewatched. Wow. And personally, at the moment, this is my favourite episode in all of Mando. It's big yeah. talk. Because yeah, yeah. the performances and the story is so good from everyone. Mm. And I, I just love it. I think they've absolutely smashed it with this episode. And the episode before was completely the opposite. Isn't that interesting? <laughs> That's and it tough. almost kind of makes me love it more that they can. Yeah, I, I that... never, I never thought I'd be so sold on an episode from Bill Burr. <laughs> you know, it's like you, you never, th you can't yeah. think those things up. But Absolutely, it's true. and to make you kind of understand the Empire and realize, okay, it's just the higher ups. Yeah, it's the higher ups that are part of this that understand what the Empire is. The one percent at the top. Yeah. It's true. Touching, touching home a little bit uh -huh. in every day. Uh -huh. But obviously, as so. as 
as uh, we go on through this episode, there's a lot more that pops up. So I, sh- I should let you. I should let you carry on, Chris. Yeah, yeah. But no, you're absolutely right. It's interesting that it's such a quiet episode compared to a lot of the others, and yet it does. You know, it hits so deeply. It's amazing. Um, but no, as we say, um, they are welcomed as heroes by all the Imperials in this base because they essentially are. They managed to get the stuff there, and avoid the pirates and all as well. You know. Um, and so they wander into the officer's mess because that's where they think this terminal will be. And they see an officer called Valen Hess. So uh, in old myth- old mythology, in the legends canon, uh, Corrin Horn was a Jedi and his son was called Valen or Valen. Uh, and so it's nice to see that name sort of back in use. Obviously, it's not the same character at all, but uh, it's, so it's, it's same a Star Valen. Wars name. In the Knights of the Eternal Throne, Valen was the daughter of the Emperor. That's uh, she's a great character, so that's uh, a cool little thing there as well. Oh, that's right, yeah. And in the bank heist in GTA, the oh, bank was God called sake, Valen Inc. It re- <laughs> <laughs> it's irrelevant. No, it's nice. It's like it's a good Star Wars name. And yeah. Jenks is edging out of shot, which is a shame. Yeah. But in, you in know, true Family it, Guy style, slowly. he's done his time. He's done his time, and here he is now. Uh, but but yeah, so he's worried that this officer is going to recognize him because uh, he was a field operative. Bill Burr, this is. Bill Burr Baggins, excuse me. Oh, yeah. And Mando is like, nope, we're going to absolutely carry on because I need to get Baby Yoda back. And then Mando is like, it's fine, I'll do it. Give me the ter- the um, the stick, this USB stick to plug into the terminal <laughs> because I, I can go in there and he won't recognize me. And so the computer doesn't, recognize him because he's wearing a helmet so he has to remove his helmet and we see that face of his again he looks much better kempt than he did at the end of the previous season which is good it's addition he's always oh, looking great he's looking really nice <laughs> okay so I'm, I'm gonna ask you boys this yeah he takes his helmet off here obviously this is a this is a massive massive moment oh yeah oh i've just dropped my ring oh come on but do you think this was deserved at this moment. How do you like, mean? Tr- like, tr- I know what you. I know what he means. Does Does he think? Do you think the like stakes are high enough, enough at this moment, or do you think he could have just talked to Bill Burr more, forced him, maybe put a gun to him, or something no, like see, that? What, what I like about this is the desperation behind it. The fact that Mando would do anything to get Yodes back. This is what it's trying to say that he will go to the to every length he possibly can to get Yodes back. He'll take off his helmet, he, he'll do anything. And I, I, I understand that. that. But do you think the extremities were there or he could have literally just told Bill Burr, I will kill you if not you don't time. do this. Not enough time. Yeah, and not in that sort of company, I think. Yeah, in its it, quiet way, it worked for me. Yeah, I did, I, I did enjoy it and was like, oh my God. And, and I, I think l- he thought there was limited time. I loved the way it was acted, but maybe, maybe, maybe there could have been something more or the officer actually came up to him and pointed a gun at him and said, give me your serial code or something like that. I mean, we got close you. to that. It didn't but like, take long. That moment there, what I would have maybe done is that the officer then comes over, points a gun at him, asks him those questions and says, take your helmet off. And then Bill Burr comes in and does his little speech. Mando, or Mando then takes his helmet off and then Bill Burr comes in, does his little yeah, speech. I, th- I think that's 
good, but the only thing that takes away from it is Mando's desperation, the reasoning behind him taking his helmet off always comes back to yodes and if it was someone else telling him to do it it kind of like strips that away that meaning yeah yeah that's a good point yeah yeah and i like that mando was so sort of exposed for so long mm. as well i did love it that. did feel unnatural didn't it you it, felt, it, felt, it felt like he was naked yeah, yeah. and you're like god and, put that helmet back on and it's it like how a- can you breathe when you're not in your suit and stuff like that you know it felt very unnatural did you also notice there was no music yeah. yeah. Oh, really no music. It was just silence. He was trying and then he just went and just took it off. Yeah. And it there was, was no music for this um, next five minute scene. It's all yeah. silent. Okay. So my thing with this is, so you can't be on New Republic registered to get in. Why does it allow Mando access based on the scan of his face? I yeah. thought it just needed a face to make sure it's not a, a droid or something, you know? Is it that? But he's not I an M. Just need, I thought it needed a human face. And if you're flagged that human face, then of course it's not going to let you. But if it's just a human face, then it's Is like, it not more yeah. sensible to have an Imperial database, which they already have, with a well, record every- of everyone who can access it? I mean, I'm going to write a letter. I mean, every imp soldier, there's millions. But well, now the Empire's find, back. But if they, they can find out your Republic, so they have, they obviously have every Republic person. Mm, why don't Repub- they have? Why? The, but if they can, if they what? can tell who is part of the Republic, that means that their records must have every person that has anything to do with the Republic. Why don't they have records of their own people? Is that what you're getting at, Wings? I mean, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I just don't I understand. Don't know. I don't know. I I think it's yeah. I I think it's weird. To be fair, that I, one didn't pop out as heavy for me. I did. Think, I, pre- I, I presumed there was some meaning or some something that I wasn't quite getting, and that's why I kind of thought it was okay. Yeah. But, I, I mean, yeah. I think it, we have to sort of take it with a pinch of salt, unless there is something that I've completely missed. But I just couldn't put my finger on what it was. Yeah. But yeah, obviously there is something. That there is a reason that he's able to do it but yeah that side he does manage to do it and then he starts to you know uh, search and download and do all the wonderful computery things that we like to do and then all of a sudden uh hess wanders over and he's like well, well, what's going on here what's going on here uh he takes out the the stick and he says what's your designation and so he asks for his tk number Another Love lovely that. throwback. Awesome. Which is mm. so, so, so good. TK421, TK421. It's fantastic. Uh, and yeah, and essentially he's really struggling with this. He's floundering around and then Bilbo Baggins comes in and he says, oh, he's TK, whatever, 593. And he's lost some of his hearing at the Battle of Tanab. Another lovely throwback because that was where Lando's, Lando, his famous maneuver was, which yeah. then somehow... Got him straight up to general in the... I mean, it was just, it was a joke of an army, wasn't it? The rebels. You did <laughs> one was. thing one time. They were like, oh, just be a general. Go on. Go on. Was. Any right. military experience? No? Great. Even better. <laughs> and then Hess, like... Hess asks him, oh, cool. What's your name? And then Bilbo Baggins says, oh, he's called Brown Eyes. Bizarre. <gasps> I'm arrested on charging <laughs> up unemployed. <laughs> I thought of that as well. Ridiculous. And... uh 
then he tries to get Mando away because you can see that he's the worst spy in history. And then Hess says that he's they've not been dismissed, which is very exciting. Mm. And they say, oh, yeah, we were the ones who delivered the Rhydonium. And so he says, let's have a drink. Now, boys, I haven't asked you this question yet, but they've just sat down. Do you know the actor who played Hess? I recognize him. Yeah, I don't know you absolutely where. did recognize him. Um, and it's gonna, it's one of those that's really bugging me. Did he play TK596 in Empire Strikes Back? He did not. Yeah. Would you like to know did who he played? Yeah. The Night King. <sighs> All right. Oh, God, head. yes. Isn't that amazing? That is amazing. He's the flipping Night King. That's amazing. And there that he is. Blown my mind. It's phenomenal. But he I mean, is great. What an actor. What oh, an actor. he is terrifying and creepy and wonderful. Goodness me. That's awesome. So there you go. I wanted to I was I thought that one of you boys would have brought it up, but uh, so I thought I'd save it. Because oh, I love discovering that little bit of information. That's great. Oh my god! I'm guessing That's he was the cool. first Night King, not the Night King in season six, seven, and eight, because that was um, CGI, what's the name? No, that was no. It's a stunt coordinator that actually works on Game of Thrones. Oh, is that right? But, but there's a different actor when the actor that does that. Oh yeah, that's right. I think that's him. I can see his face now. I'm playing it right now. (laughs) I'm playing it. I've got it. I've got it. I'm playing it. Yeah, isn't that amazing? That is lovely. Epic. Yeah, it's so, so, so exciting. Uh, Yeah, no, you're absolutely right, Jenks. I've just had a quick check on that. But yeah, that's exactly right. But yeah, he did the cool thing. The cool thing that everyone remembers the Night King doing. He was the Night King when everyone was like, oh my God, that's cool. Yeah, this is the best character ever. Yeah. And so they sit down with the Night King. Bilbo Baggins sits down with the Night King and they have a lovely drink. And it's they, a weird episode. It's, yeah, it's got weird all of a sudden, isn't it? And they say, um, they start to have all these, these conversations. And he says, what should we toast to? And Bilbo Baggins says, we should toast to Operation Cinder. Now, here's another incredible reference. This is a really modern reference. Yeah. Because this is a Battlefront reference. Amazing. And to be fair, the Battlefront campaign, as we've discussed before, was actually very good, even if it was yeah. very short. Um, story-wise, I think it was quite interesting. And Operation Cinder was the emperor, the emperor's plan, if he were to die, mm. to essentially eviscerate as much of the empire as he possibly could. And he left these bizarre ghost droids, which went out with his image. They were terrifying. Yeah. So so yeah. so creepy. And um, and yeah, and so he says, "Oh, we should toast to this this horrible horrible thing." And then the Night King compliments him on knowing his history but uh bilbo baggins says that he lived through it on burning con which is a great another wonderful star wars name and the night king says that was a hard day and he had to make many unpleasant decisions and then uh bilbo says losing an entire city along with its inhabitants is not a bad decision uh, or he implies it anyway, but yeah. he says that that's what happened. They lost an entire city along with all of its inhabitants and that a division of five to 10,000 people was also killed who the Night King says they were heroes to the Empire. And then Bilbo says they're all dead. And the Night King says it was a small sacrifice for the greater good. And then Bilbo says it depends on who you ask. All of this stuff 
is I mean, electric. I, I mean. was on the edge. The tension. The tension. Now, if you look, this is what sold me with Bill Burr mostly. His facial expressions, his performance, the way he's portraying the... Uh, the broken heart, the absolute broken heart. And oh, the, yeah. The rage towards this man for doing this to mm. the people that he knew and loved. And uh, how well does he portray this? It's so it's convincing. Brilliant. It's absolutely incredible. <sighs> the fact that we only know this guy from one other episode yeah. and he's yeah. just jumped in. And also it's Bill Burr, a comedian. I know. And everybody, I imagine his performance is going to get written up and just praised everywhere. But Oh, surely. But this... For me, this is the best scene in Mandalorian. Yeah, it's awesome. It's it's Excellent. it's um Inglorious Bastards in the bar. Yeah. It's the yeah. same thing. I didn't yeah. know, honest to God, I didn't know if he was going to shoot or yeah. not. But a, f- and a large part of you is like, oh God, just shoot him. Yeah, come on. But also, you know, it's going to go. It's you're, really going to go down yeah. if he does. You're like you're with Mando in the middle. That's going back and forth, and you're yeah. just you're the same milk as Mando going back off. Just leave it. Just yeah. leave it, man. Come on. You've almost but got also, this. But also, this guy is just a monstrosity of a man. It is tarantino yeah. though. It's the same as uh, Django. Yeah. The end of Django. Yeah. When yeah. Uh, the doctor's talking to Leonardo DiCaprio and, you know, they're bringing up different things and then he just flips the little gun out from his... Um... Yeah. It is very... Ta- that Both of those films are Tarantino, actually. Yeah, it's true. It's, it's a lot like GTA, actually. Yeah, no, it really is. There's yeah. that heist in... No, no. Yeah. It's outdated reference, Brian. The alien in the ice, which yeah, you never know. Was it? <laughs> <laughs> but this this scene is five Excellent. mandos. Excellent. Yeah, Un- no, it really is. It's believable. Good lord, it's so good. Uh, and th- this conversation carries on in a very similar way. And Bilbo says uh, that the civilians died defending their homes and fighting for their freedom. And was it good for them? And then the Night King says that. The Empire outlasted them. The survivors of the planet are eating themselves alive. He says the New Republic is in complete disarray. The Empire is growing stronger. And that the Rhydonium that which they delivered is going to create havoc that will make Burning Khan pale by comparison. And that he hopes the crisis will cause people to turn to the Empire once again for order. Because they want order more than freedom. And then people will welcome them back with open arms. And at that point... He toasts the Empire and Bilbo Baggins whips out a blaster and he puts him down and it's oh. just... That it's script, the those whole lines. Scene. Oh my God. It the builds writing and builds is and builds. so good. It is. It's phenomenal. So this episode was written and directed by the same guy who's a chap called Rick Famu- Famuyiwa, who I don't know particularly, uh, but he... Has I mean he's obviously he's a tremendous yeah uh, director, and he directed uh, episode two of Mandalorian season one. He directed the the prisoner, of course. So that's how we yeah. know Bill Burr. Uh, he also wrote that episode as well, uh, and he was also in it apparently as well. Oh. And he's been in he's done various bits and pieces as well, but he's not a huge name. But my God, he knows what he's doing here. Oh, he's, he's going to be big. It's phenomenal stuff. Someone, ha- if he's working for Disney, he's going to be picked up. Yeah. Oh, my God. If he's not, then ridiculous. Because this, as yeah. you say, this scene, my, I've never, you've never seen anything like it in Star Wars before. And here's, here's the difference, right? Like you were saying 
with the last episode, Pry, you know what's going to happen. You know the plot of this episode. It's going to start off, obviously, Baby Yoda's going to get taken. The end. We know. This scene, opposite. Yeah. I would never in a million years have guessed that this was going to happen at all. No. And that's what's brilliant about it. It literally, I know I bring up Game of Thrones, but Game of Thrones was all about chats between two characters that they were almost more important than the action. And this literally proved it. Yeah. It was brilliant. Yeah, no, you're right. And in a weird way with this one, you wanted it to go both ways at the same yeah. time. Yeah. Because you really wanted him to shoot him. Because to make he was... us back up the Empire as well and at this, like halfway through go, thank God they've turned up. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And they're being praised as heroes of the Empire and all this. Yeah. And it's, it's set up so beautifully. It's great. Oh, but goodness me. But yeah, and th- so he shot the uh, he shot the Night King, and I love he's... the way the uh, the Imperial trooper looks at him. And yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> and then it really kicks off, and they escape out of the window because there's lots of imps around. They're in an Imperial base for God's sake. So it was it was a reckless thing to do. But um, fortunately, they've got uh, Fennec Shand and also Cara Dune up there on the hill sniping which is great so they're, they're very useful to have about and Boba Fett is knocking about in Slave 1 and he is going to come and pick them up so that's nice oh dad dad I want to go home dad I'm pick done us up. I'm tired oh god I'm dad, getting I'm, bloody shot at dad I'm too drunk as well I just can't oh I had a big <laughs> drink with this imperial guy then I shot him and it's all gone wrong anyway I think there's been a rape up there okay <laughs> Unbelievable. Probably Unbelievable. gonna have to cut that out, aren't we? No, we'll get leave that gu- in. It's a reference. The, that was a reference to the, the office. Right. Get the guitar. Get the guitar. Get the guitar. <laughs> yeah. Bring in the tabs. Oh, no get way. their attention. Always get their attention. <laughs> uh but Fett brings in slave one and they're able to get bored, which is good, so everything seems well. But Boba Fett Boba Fett, sorry, Bilbo Baggins, uh then shoots out the Rhydonium and destroys the refinery. It's wonderful Jenks, stuff. Jenks is on the edge of his seat. Right Jenks, now. what's up? What's the matter with One you? of the most... I've literally forgot what happens next. So you slave one, slave one's been... <laughs> slave one's been chased by TIE fighters. Yeah. And when I was a kid... <laughs> when I was a You kid, were chased by TIE fighters. I, I was chased... And it was mental! <laughs> um, when I was a kid... One of the only great things about Attack of the Clones. Oh, yeah. And I can't remember. I, I couldn't even remember the name of the bomb. I used to call it a dubstep bomb. <laughs> yeah, it used, is a dubstep bomb. I used to call it, it a dubstep warp. bomb. And when he was being chased and the back flap opens. Oh, yeah. I was like, no. Then yep. I, I was in a premiere in room. Yeah. And I yeah. screamed. It's amazing. God. It, I teared up. Like, yeah. I loved it. It was amazing. Blast! This is why I hate flying. <laughs> it, oh, my God. And the silence when it goes off. Yeah. Amen. Just that little implodey moment and then... Bam! It really was. It's something that we've not seen for 18 years. Yeah. yeah. You know? And it's like, oh, my God. I remember it so vividly from my childhood. So good. It's amazing. So that was a 
wonderful and wonderfully judged bit of fan service essentially mm. because you know there was no need to show it but my god well done yeah so 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 good and essentially they, they they've gotten away with it at this point like they've destroyed the facility completely the ties have been destroyed and so they uh disappear back off to their uh, little forest hideaway and Bilbo Baggins thinks that he's going back to the prison and then Cara June is like oh my god it's such a shame that he died on that mission wasn't that awful she really isn't the best marshal no but <laughs> like, what would you have done if she just went such a shame you died on that mission <laughs> <laughs> just killed him like, can you imagine Amanda would have been like oh I was really coming around to him <sighs> did it we had a little moment, but ah, oh, yeah, really you know, actually kind of understood what was going on with that guy. Forget it. Oh, but, well, yeah, the kid's gone. Never mind. The kid's gone, so we just oh, find a Starbucks or something, aren't they? <laughs> but no, they let him go free, which is very nice. And also means that he can come back again, which is always good. Well, he is uh, rumoured to be in uh, the new series. Oh, is that new, right? New Rangers. Repub- yeah, the Rangers, yeah. That would be lovely. That would be really nice. I'd be... I would so welcome him into that after this episode. Oh, he'd be happy. He'd, he'd be delighted to get my recommendation, I'm sure. I'd make him a cup of tea any day. Uh, All right, Pryor. Sorry. Uh, but they, so he got the coordinates to Moff Gideon's ship, which is great. So, I mean, it's pretty straightforward. They're now going to go and assault the ship, presumably. And the finale is Mando's warning to Moff Gideon where he says, and I'll quote it to you boys, Moff Gideon, you have something I want. You may think you have some, I- uh, you may think you have some idea of what you're in possession of, but you do not. Soon he will be back with me. He means more to me than you will ever know. Which is pretty much a word for word, except for the yeah. stumble. Uh, a word for word repeat of what Moff Gideon said. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's excellent. It's a lovely little setup for what's to come. Yeah. So let me ask you this, boys. By the time that Mando gets to Baby Yodes, will he have fallen to the dark side? I don't know. Because he but, was yeah. chucking those stormies about. Yeah, but you he... know, after that speech, you know, Liam Neeson's going to be out there as well because he's angry that he's taking this speech. Yeah. I know where you are. I will find you. And I will <laughs> kill you. And then he's like, oh, for God's sake... I've been in this franchise and that one. Well, he, he is a force ghost, so he may just turn up. He might. Yeah, he he, he might set him on them. fire with lightning like Yoda did. And, yeah. And yeah. laugh about the it. film was. Last Jedi. Everything all right, Yoda? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Had a few drinks, didn't he? <laughs> um, I don't know. I wasn't actually really thinking about that. I wonder what... There's going to be some difference in Baby Yodes, I think. He won't just be the same. Yeah, what if he can talk now? He's like, oh, bloomin' hell, I've had a rough time. Crikey. <laughs> will a Jedi turn up as well? I mean, presumably Ahsoka's going to turn up. Will another Jedi turn up because Baby Yoda put out the call? Cal. I mean, it's I Cal. actually, I actually don't think Ahsoka's going to turn up. Oh, do you not? No. Uh, I don't I'm, think so either. I think that I think it's going to be Cal. I genuinely do. I, w- I mean, I'd love it to be Cal, but also that's a thing that we wouldn't expect. Exactly. And can and, you imagine the actual actor? Because we know... He is yeah. an actual actor. He is, and, and he's the likeness. Yes. He's like it, 20 years too young, but I mean, not, will, they could age him will, up 10 and it'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, we'll know him straight away. There won't be any you know, difficulty there re- recognising who it is. We'll know who it is, yeah. and it will mean a lot. I would um, love if he came. 
yeah, because how old would he be? Like, I don't know. He was seventeen in in the game. So he was. Yes. Uh, well, I, I can't. Uh, how old yes. would he be? I don't know. Um. Well, th- thirty-seven. Yeah, it might, it might be a bit too. Old. I don't know. Might work. Oh no, I think they could do it. No, no. Yeah, I think it's definitely possible. I would love if if that sort of surprise did sort of happen. I think that there has to be. There needs to be something. something. I thought it was, before last episode, I thought it was going to be Fett turning up, but obviously it's not. Yeah. Well, maybe it is. I don't know. Maybe it's Jango's coming back. They need to put someone in because if it goes how I think it's going to go, I will be really annoyed. (laughs) But there were rumours. Sorry, Jenks, go on. But, you know, if they just get in, they have a, a bit of trouble getting in and stuff, and then there's maybe a little fight between Mando and Moff Gideon with his Beskar um, staff and against the Darksaber, and then eventually Mando wins, and then they save him, and they blow up the ship or something and get away. I will be annoyed. Yeah. The rumours that- were, once upon a time, that it was going to be Ahsoka and Gideon fighting. Yeah. yeah. Do you remember that? Um, that was a big, big, big rumour. And if it is, great. Yeah, and if I, maybe I don't know if I'd like that. I think that's I like the idea of Mando being. They're the, the enemies, aren't they? Yeah, I think I feel like Ahsoka would just be like, uh, it's like, why is she there? Yeah, I know that. Yeah, true. You know, true. He's communed with the Force, and you know all this kind of stuff on on the on the stone. But really, this is Mando's goal. This is his quest. And if he's not there to see it through, I feel like it would just be a bit of a throwaway. Yeah, I know. It's almost like Jon Snow not being able to fight the Night King and Arya. Exactly. Exactly. Arya doing it for some reason. The Night King's already dead in this, so... Yeah. Do you think... Would we be annoyed if this season finished without Moff Gideon dying? I don't think he should die. No, me either. I like him as a character. I, I think he should continue on in some way. Um, because I want to see the Imperials grow. I actually do. I don't know mm. what I'm saying, but I do. I want to see them get to full power again yeah. and for it to be even more of a threat, a genuine threat to everyone so that everyone will need to pull together. I think I, that'd be a good thing. I think a possibility is is that at the end of the next episode, we will see him speaking to a cloaked man. Yeah. Is he going to say, do it? I I think something At like last. that. <laughs> I think something's going to happen where he he's not the highest. Right. I was hoping for that as well. Like, ta- like Tarkin, there is someone else above. Wouldn't it be cool to see a Sith Lord in the Mandalorian? It would. It'd be very interesting. It would. Op- I mean, we've got to think about it, that this universe is now being opened up to a lot of different shows. Mm. Do we really believe that they would give away Moff Gideon as the highest, darkest power? No, well, no. But then would he be allowed the dark saber? That's true. Maybe the Emperor. Um, do you know what? What would be great is that he actually does get the force powers from Yoda by the time that um, Mando gets there. Yeah, in some at way. What, at what cost? Do you at mean? what cost? Um, do you mean, do you mean I, Grogu dying? No, I think he just get, Grogu, actually tries Grogu. the blood samples finally and it does work. And 
um, Mando manages to get him out, but it's too late. Like Gideon already has the blood, has the powers, and stuff, and it... he's an even bigger threat. Yeah, I'd like that. Series. Do you reckon Grogu would be weaker and forever? You know, kind of thing. I don't know. Really. I mean, he wouldn't be like a he. He wouldn't be any good in a fight against him, would he? At the moment. No, because he's not trained. He can only use it occasionally, can, and then he goes he can to sleep. barely walk. Hmm. He can barely walk. He's useless. Oh, yeah. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I think I've barely I'm, had I'm, nappies. I'm praying that they throw something out. They've made that hint that another Jedi may turn up. I don't yeah. know if they're going to throw that in or not. Oh God, I I hope something awesome happens. It it has to. If if he literally just comes in. They have a bit of a fight. Moff Gideon dies, and that's it. Mando's away. I'll be like, Whoa. but what happens if he dies in an explosion, and half of his body is completely charred? And then you get, ah, ah, ah. I like where you're going with this kid. And then he yeah. thinks of putting on some kind of dark yeah. mask. Yeah. I mean, it'll be He'd nice. Look great. Do you know what would be cool if just the words, if some, if he said, "We are the new order of the Empire." Oh, that's what you want, is it? I just think that would be an awesome hint. Not the first order, not the last order, but the new order. Oh, no, actually, it would be better if he said first order, obviously. <laughs> well, yeah, I yeah. thought that, yeah. Not the band. We are <laughs> new order. We are Radiohead. <laughs> Head for all this three, time. <laughs> Your new order, the famous Manchester band. <laughs> um. But no, if if the if they say we are the f- the f- true first order of the empire, or he says the first order that we shall pass, or something like that, would be very cool. Yeah, some sort of bridging. Uh, we're gonna be thrown in cliffhangers, obviously, because they're gonna oh, yeah. they're gonna just like they did the last season. Stuff is gonna be thrown at us here. Um, and maybe yeah, thrown, maybe thrown is the top. Maybe, maybe Thrawn. Maybe Thrawn is the top dog. Oh, imagine if they just revealed Thrawn at the end. Epic. Epic. It, it would be so cool that Thrawn has come back and Ahsoka is tracking him down and that all of this stuff is now in the next seasons, everything's going to overlap. Yeah, I'd love to see it. I mean, it would, it would be awesome. Well, boys, we managed to tie that up in, uh, I don't know, what, two hours? That's pretty good, you know. Yeah, there you go. Pretty good. So the big question is, lads, what do we reckon to this one? Let's just remind ourselves of the previous episode scores. I thought you were going to say, let's just remind ourselves of the episode. I was like, same. Oh, we Gentlemen. what did you give the previous episode, Mando-wise? Go on. 2.5. Pry? I gave it 3.5. I think I gave it 4. Mm-hmm. You did. What do we give this one? Jenks. Boys, I am... This is controversial. I am on the edge. You've had two controversial episodes. I'm on the edge of my seat of giving this five mandos. I know. <laughs> as do you soon know as what... you started speaking on you. Do you know what? I am. I'm going to oh. give it five. Because, yes, of course, the fighting in this was as good as usual and stuff. And the dubstep bomb, great. We, all, we always know that the effects are going to be awesome when it comes to all of that kind of stuff. That scene is the best scene 
in Mandalorian. Hands down. I didn't know what was going to happen. Mando was in the middle of it. You could feel him begging Bill Burr just to stop and back off. There was so much stakes going on there with all three of the characters. And actually, our lead was part of it for once. Like, and it actually, but it actually had something that, you know, like, so, like, he's had buddies through all of the episodes and huh? stuff like that, but they never Buddy? really, <laughs> but, you know, they, they never really had an impact on him. Like, Ahsoka, whether she took that village, it never really had an impact. He just wanted baby Yoda to be taken, blah, blah, blah. First episode, exactly the same. He had nothing really to do with it. He just helped out because he wanted the armor back. This episode, you know, if after he shot him, they may not have got out. You know, we saw it. They did manage to just get out, but there's so much possibilities there. And these are the stakes that I've been wanting. Very and good. Stuff. If Bill Burr's character did die, I would have understood that because he died for his cause, but also helping out Mando as well. And I think Mando would have been affected by that. So, yeah, I'm giving this five. Easy. Oh, my God, that scene. He's gone huge. The writing. Yeah. um, I'd give this four Mandos and a Lorian. And it it pretty much would be five. But um, I I don't know. I feel like... I don't know. I just feel like I can't give it five unless it really, really blows me away. And most of the scenes did. But there are some parts that weren't, they didn't blow me away, but most of it did. And so that's probably one of the highest scores that I've given for an episode of Mando, though. So, I mean, yeah. I was, that you know, let me just say, I bloomin' loved it. So, it, yeah, it was great. Nice. Yeah, I think I'm with you, Pry. I think I'm, I'm four Mandos and Lalorian, and I'm very, very close to a five. Mm. But there's something which is holding me back, which is why I can't do it. I can't yeah. put my finger on exactly what it is, but I'm like, well, I'm not convinced. Is it because of the final episode? I mean, maybe, maybe it is might it the, be a bit of that. Is it that you're in hope of we're going to get that in the final if, episode? If I, and... if, if, okay, if we get, if I do get five from the final episode, I might revert this one to a five because I'll be yeah. so delighted. Yeah. That this, this episode is so good. If it the is. next one is better, then they both deserve top marks because wow. You know, I think but they I smashed it. Yeah, it's tremendous, tremendous storytelling. It's mature. It the performances are astronomical. Um, the script is wonderful. You you can't fault it. No, listen. If you're going to look back on this season, I'm pretty sure all of us are going to give the season a five. It is excellent. We are is. giving these scores because we're being super critical. Yeah, it is excellent. And I mean, we'll do a season review. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing moments have happened in this season that we didn't expect. A lot exactly. of it we did expect. But like the character the great thing about this series is that the characters and the casting has been a smash hit. The casting yeah. has been weird. Yeah. Weird. From the first episode, weird casting. Don't know how they knew that it would work so well. Yeah. And that's why I give my trust into this show because they picked some weird stuff. A frog? <laughs> what? A bloody oh, not, frog? Not again. That frog's again. a star now. You know, you know oh, that frog, frog will be everywhere now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's uh, Die Hard featuring frog. Yeah? 
Or should I give you another one? Uh, Mission Impossible featuring Frog. You lost him. Uh, <laughs> tabs. Right, right at the end. Can I have tabs, please? Oh, right right at the end. I've got it. GTA featuring Frog. Now you're speaking my language. Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah, so I'm yeah, going right. to ask this question just before we go. And what I just want... Four Mandos. Oh. Give me four <laughs> Mandos times? <laughs> Um, Quick one minute sum- summary of what you A minute? Think... <laughs> All right, well, that's still quick, huh? A quick one-minute summary from each of you on what you think is going to happen in the final episode. Ben, first, please. Final episode. Oh, God. Okay. What I think is going to happen, not what I hope is going to happen. Okay. Yeah. What I think is going to happen is that uh, Mando, of course, does get up there um, and they have a nice little battle royale. You know, the usual, what we're going to expect is going to be a Moff Gideon versus Mando fight while the others are kind of holding off the rest of the Imperial troops probably failing um i don't think he's gonna get yodes back if i'm being honest i just don't think he will i think it adds to that tension and i think that's where they want to go with it and i think he might even it might lead to him being trained by moff gideon and being a an awful little brat but you know what that's not what i want necessarily it's just where i think it's gonna go and chris uh yeah i'm not convinced that he's gonna get him back either i did think that he might be trained as a sort of a dark jedi um which will be very interesting but i i think that a jedi is going to turn up either ahsoka or uh or cal kestis or whoever else ezra ezra george ezra is going to turn up or something like that do a couple of tunes and then it's going to be great it'll be uh, just a heartwarming sort of ending and it'll be boba versus the the um the new wonderful dark troopers and all this sort of thing I mean, it's going to be epic, and I hope that it's full of surprises. I feel like it's it it can't it can't just be like it can't just be that he gets him back because then where's it go after that? The th- that all that threat is gone. I just don't think they would do that. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I feel like he's Baby Yoda's is in big trouble, and Mando will be very big, sad, or he'll be like, ah, oh, you know, he's gone. It's popcasters, Jenks. I think. It's going to go the way that we believe it's going to go. He's going to get up there. He's going to kick some hell. There's going to be some tension. Guanin, I'm hope. I'm, I'm really hoping for a fantastic speech between them both. Um, and I think someone's going to turn up. Yeah. Someone's going to turn up and help out. But I think someone's going to turn up, help out, and they will save baby Yoda. Binks. Oh, really? You think it's going to be fine? Darth I, Binks. From the way that the show's been going... I think he's going to save him. Well, what's season three? I don't know. They haven't released it yet. I said. (laughs) Um, But I think he's actually going to get the force powers. Oh, okay, right. I think he's going to get the force powers and we will find out that he is serving someone. He's the big bad. Yeah. And then it ends and then camera pans. Obi-Wan Kenobi looks into the camera. Hello there. Hello there. And it ends. Wonderful. It's you and having a cup of coffee. Yeah. Hello oh, there. Didn't see you there. <laughs> Where have you come from? <laughs> you thought this was over, didn't you? <laughs> Wouldn't mind uh, popping your hand in this box. It's <laughs> <Okay>. quite <laughs> enough out of that. And there we are, ladies and gentlemen. We have come to the end of this long, We have fant- come <sighs> to the end of a double helping of the Mandalorian. I've enjoyed it. 
Ben's enjoyed it. AJ has enjoyed it. We've had a wonderful time. We'll see you all later on. I hope that you will oh, tune in next sake. week for an installment of I ain't got nothing but love.